wrestling i say oh uh, yeah i would say so it's been uh well uh, <laughs> depends depends it, on it, your it, perspective it depends on what side of the board you had to I, I, I take notes on this week on, i would say uh, but i'll say on, on our side of the table as well it uh it, it was bountiful and in terms of being able to bring more news to you this week <laughs> yeah so yeah. i mean when it comes to us we, we doing good um yes sir on the fan side we'll we'll, we'll get there but uh yeah you, you know we had the draft uh yeah, you know it is quincy jones over here by the way to by show. the way and to, uh if you hear that sexy sensual voice that is oh, the yeah. sounds of doc lesnar you know the one and only hip-hop hybrid in existence in the worlds of pro wrestling and hip-hop but yeah you're right man we had a draft this week i mean we did, we did. it's basically what wwe's been biding time to do in the meantime you know that's why we've been getting cool like you know never before crossover episode pro- yeah exactly like that's <laughs> yeah. when it gets more engaging right before yeah. you're gonna take it all away you know like, so like let's give them a little taste yeah give, you want a taste Just give them a little taste you want a taste and then we'll take it all away yeah um <laughs> I- i'll go through the uh, the rounds here yeah. um smackdown retained roman reigns mm-hmm. uh raw retained Big E. Uh, but then smackdown got the raw women's champion charlotte flair which again uh you know worth noting None of these take effect until was it the twenty second? They said the twenty second, twenty third. It's it's after Crown yeah, Jewel, the right? SmackDown, yeah, that's which is on a out, Thursday, which will be NXT because they'll get uh, lagged up. No, not, not like last time. It won't oh, be Logjam, <laughs> yeah. Logjam City. Yeah, you know, um, Bianca Belair actually moved to Raw. I did see that. I think that was a good move, but a lot of people kind of saw that coming. I mean, well, it sucks. Like, why are you keeping her away from Charlotte for another period of time? Well, it's also like another. It's weird because, uh, you know, we were thinking the same thing, but again, you know, October 22nd, so I guess there's time to blow it off. Yeah. There was a lot of feuds that they started the week before, like my next pick, Drew McIntyre, drafted a SmackDown, mm-hmm. but he started some, you know, some business with Big E on Raw. Yeah. You know, so it's like, so you know. what's good? Uh, so <laughs> he's obviously, y'all obviously are not going to be monopolizing nobody and bringing, you know, Drew with the WWE Championship along with the Universal Champion you already have on nah, SmackDown, exactly. right? So no. it's like. You know, it's just stuff like that. But anyways, RK Bro is a unit, stays nice. on Raw. Nice. Uh, the New Day, however, for second year in a row, split. Fr- See, that's what I want to say. People have been putting a lot of respect on New Day's name, right? I'm not I'm not taking no, nothing from them, right? Yeah, yeah. But they've been saying they're the greatest stable ever because they've quote-unquote stayed together this long. And, and I get that. But I'm like, are they really the New Day if y'all are not on the same? Like, I mean, Big E got his own music. I think it's because there has not been any type like an of internal breakup. Y- yeah, like or, yeah, or anything true. play out where it's like clear cut. There's an implosion. There's dissension. Someone's gonna put they're that not, stipulation on the line. Yeah, 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 they yeah watch. exactly. Like none that's of how them, they're gonna do it. I'll put it this way: none of them have changed their positive mindset. And I think until one is healed or something like that, that's really in, indicative of like. If you can say it's a split, but I, I gotta I say, I can see yeah. Xavier playing the the heel role, but. Maybe being, yeah, possible. Like, I don't know. Like, he, I, I think he would have to be like, he, he could do kind of like heater. what Sammy does, but in his own style. True. I, I, to me, I could really see him like if he can get Omos away from AJ. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, he could. I mean, he's definitely got the chops. Like, especially as a 
as a uh, a hole heel, you know, because he already has that like you know talk about him, you know what I mean? And like and, and, and if and I, I will, I mean, we've seen him do it before, like as a face. If he will talk over you to do so, he will. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, whether trombone or just actually, you're just, right because New Day you know, was heel at one point. I keep yeah, that. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Edge actually moved Raw. Yeah, so that was interesting. Yeah. But of course, just like everything, anytime Seth Rollins is involved in a move on, on, on a draft, and I don't want to skip ahead, but he has to move with whoever he's beefing with. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was, uh, dude, he, guess who's back? Set these back, <laughs> yeah. back again. I was like, yo, I after that interview with, with the Broken Skull, bro, I'm like, yeah, you are having fun, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, happy Corbin, and I can't believe this is a stupid name, Madcap Moss. Not a fan, man. I'm it like, just seems too on the nose. He, he, and, ugh, come on, dude. This isn't a come heard, on, old sport. I, I heard his. Uh, come on, dude. His, what is it like? Is it called the Happy Ending instead, or what oh, is it? His new, no. his new sort of end of days, happy oh, days, yeah. happy days. That's what I heard. Oh, I was about to yeah. say that, he, that would be funny. He probably wanted. He's like, no, ah, no, 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 no. <laughs> People got Google now. We can't do it. You said he went. They went to Raw. Uh, they stayed on SmackDown. Oh, okay, for sure. That's why. And for some reason, they're probably still laughing about it now. I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley. Uh, they. This was weird to me because I was like, yeah, the, but they they were like, we choose the women's tag team champions to mm-hmm. stay on Raw. And I'm like, dummy, they're interchangeable on both Raw. And, I mean, unless you guys are gonna change it. Yeah, a lot of people thought that it, was also a one show exclusive type uh, of thing. Maybe. Yeah, it, like but, a lot of people thought know. that meant okay, so that means once they lose the belt, which seems that's inevitable, what we were, they'll just yeah. stay on. That's what we were thinking right? too, right? Like, I mean, like unless, like, what if they lose it on a match on SmackDown? Did they just get you know drafted? As, yeah, that's, yeah, that's actually pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, like no, 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 get your ass back to Raw. <laughs> well, I mean, they don't even have any more teams because. You well, know, well, they kind of, they kind of. Oh, yeah, that's true. They I, split I, up I, a lot of them. I, yeah, I heard Shotzi and Tegan were. Yeah, split Shotzi up. and Tegan were split up, yeah. and, uh, and Tamina and um, uh, Natalia. Yeah, Natalia. They yeah, got see, split up as and, well. And they were like the last series team that had the belts, yeah. right? Well, yeah. we'll say this with Rhea. And then, and then Shayna and Nia, they're not yeah, a thing yeah, anymore that, either. Yeah, like, that's right. Yeah, man. Yeah, they, they got her looking like a beast. Like, what they what they should have had her doing instead of From biting fucking yeah. Becky's neck. Dude, I was there that night. That was so... Yeah, that was not... Yeah, yeah. I forgot you weren't... Yeah, that's right, man. Uh, but, here, but, 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 oh, my bad. Oh, yeah, okay. you had something to say about Rhea, right? Yeah, Rhea, I was going to say, she kind of uh, raised my eyebrow the, uh, the other day because she actually had a quote I was going to read right now where she uh, basically admits to missing NXT. Uh, when I, ch- I don't think anyone could really like blame her because I don't think the position she's in is at all where she thought she'd be once she jumped to the main roster. Especially, it's like kind of polar opposite from going against Charlotte at a WrestleMania ago. You know what I mean? So, but uh, she says, "quote I would love to honestly. I miss NXT right now. How it's all changed. I don't know if I'd really fit in. But when it was the metal scene and very grungy, I love that NXT. Not I was about to say this, she's like Batman one, and then this is like when Tim. They're like when Tim Burton took over. Not like, Tim Burton." I thought was great it was when someone else took over and made two face oh, and oh that's what it was know, okay yeah, yeah. Well, whoever took that one over with val was kilmer that's when they got really kinda, i gotta uh, double check that bruckheimer or somebody like that uh but yes yeah, so i love the nxt not saying that the one now is bad or anything but it's definitely more for like the up-and-comers and everyone's there trying to make a name for themselves but saying that i would definitely go back in a heartbeat especially to help my girl raquel gonzalez i don't like what when she gets jumped yeah i got her back so that, i thought that was kind of an interesting quote so yeah, you know, yeah uh, she, she is fighting the numbers game on NXT right now. But yeah. I, I guess on the uh, the tail end of, I mean, I guess in the the you know theme of women on the main roster, it is worth noting because you know Alexa Bliss. I forgot to add this uh, earlier when we were talking about the format. Um, 
she is taking an extended period of time off right now. Yeah, I did hear um, that. But I guess she was also, at one point, was asking for her release. Um, and this wasn't, you really? know, in, in an attempt to go and work with somebody else, another company, I guess. You know, obviously, when the, the Bray Wyatt news hit, it was... When it rains, it pours, and it was fucking pouring on her doorstep. Yeah. You know, just for the fact of, you know, she was the last one associated with the act and all that stuff. So, um, but over time, it seemed like the crowd was starting to get, you know, give her some support. But I guess it's also, uh, this is serving as a way for her to kind of get away from that without the release. But at the same time, from what I heard, there was a lot of investment creative-wise, merchandise-wise, and they're not moving that shit. So yeah. they, they kind of need to... Uh, Hit a cut, recharge, yeah. restart, cut ties. Because I was surprised. I think I was telling you, when I went to the SummerSlam, uh, the Superstore in Vegas, I, I filmed it, I think, on my on my uh, IG. They mm. had, like, the dolls. And I was like, yeah, I when did they start making these? And I'm like, I, I wasn't they surprised start? by that. I mean, think about all the merchandise they did from the Funhouse to begin with. You know what yeah, I'm saying? That's, but see, there, someone was, uh, I think it was Conan on Keep It 100. He was like, yeah, but... Little girls aren't like buying these things, like you know what I mean. No, like, I mean they look terrifying. I mean, yeah, so. yeah, that's what they were saying. They're like, <laughs> I mean, you know? I, little kids aren't growing up, you know, just watching uh, uh, what is it, Nightmare Before Christmas, and thinking, yeah, this is the kind. This of is stuff my, I'm, this yeah. is my bag. Yeah, yeah exactly. This is, this is my kind of party. So, um, but we did get a hit row. Yeah, not a bad, row. not a bad. Comment. I was, I mean, you know, on in terms of kind of the surprising. We heard NXT may be a factor. Well, in I this heard Hit Row was on deck as well as LA Knight. That was the last really? I heard. Yeah, in terms of people being considered. Man, that, that would mm-hmm. make sense why they had them take back to back L's on the yeah. first episode. Yeah, it would Jeez. definitely make way more sense. Hell of You're a right. sacrifice for no reason. <laughs> yeah. um, Bearcat, Keith Lee, mm-hmm. uh, stays on Raw. I don't know if you saw it. They, they got that heel turn uh, starting, to, starting to tick. Yeah, oh, really? They had him in the ring with uh, Akira Dezawa. Oh, okay. And he just, pff, like, not even just a minute wrecked match. Him. Wrecked oh, okay. him. They asked him about it, and they're like, "Do you feel bad about what you did?" And you just like stood there. He was like, "No." Yeah, maybe he's and just then they asked more that, serious. Yeah, so. they asked him about another question, another yes or no question about it. And he was just like, "No," <laughs> and just like walked <laughs> off. I was like, "Okay." Well, nah, I'm not mad. <laughs> but but it's like I heard Bearcat is borrowed from someone back in the day. Yeah, and they're just trying to. It's paying homage. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they're so. actually in the Hall of Fame. There you go. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's like Bearcat Willie. Uh, yeah, that's right. I gotta. I don't want my my internet device in my hands, even though I'm looking at my phone. Oh, no, you're good. Sorry, doing okay, notes. Now, now continue. With uh, we had uh, Naomi staying on SmackDown uh, with a whole lot of uh, lip from Sonya Deville. Uh, the Mysterios. Yeah, like, this is not my pick. But... I don't support those at all. Yeah. Uh, the Mysterios are on Raw together, which I was kind of surprised. I thought they would separate them since yeah, they've man, been teasing. What the hell? You yeah. know, uh, Jeff Hardy going to SmackDown. Uh, if you didn't catch the selfie with Austin Theory, uh, and then Austin Theory <laughs> going to Raw. Uh, so they were in the same round uh, right after each other. And then the only free agent so far, self-proclaimed anyways, uh, Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. That was night one. Then night two, yep. we had Becky Lynch drafted the Raw, who's the SmackDown Women's Champion. So I'm like, oh, okay. Right, as long as we don't do the old Bear- New Day Street Profits switcheroo yeah. with the belts. you know, Let's not do that again. Let's yeah. not do that again. Uh, it's Bearcat Wright from the 1950s. There he goes. Thank yeah. you. Bam. Um, the Usos. You know, Paul Heyman managed to yeah, stay. I or, or I don't know, actually, they kind of left him a little bit after you got to ask the question. But, uh, yeah, the Usos staying on SmackDown. Lashley staying on Raw. Sasha Banks staying on SmackDown. Um, Seth Rollins, again, I was talking about it earlier. He's on Raw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nakamura and Boog staying on SmackDown. 
Uh, Damian Priest staying on Raw, the United States champion. Mm-hmm. Just had a banger with Jeff Hardy. Actually. Yeah, dude, he did. Yeah. Uh, Sheamus is finally moving on to bluer pastures, if you will. Finally. SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ uh, and Omos staying together on Raw. Okay. Shayna Baszler to SmackDown, which I thought that was smart. Yeah. And he spread out that Raw uh, women's division, man. And, I mean, she got a whole bunch more of, uh, you know, sets of arms to go crush yeah, over there. I was just there. thinking that, yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens to Raw, which I think is a good move. and good. I mean, at least to <laughs> try to keep him happy until... Because yeah. I, I don't know, I mean, I, I'm going to speak on it when we cover AEW, but I know you saw that little uh, shout-out from Cole, right? Uh, I'm not too sure if I did see that. Oh, I, I'm going to take pleasure letting you know. Okay, for sure. Uh, Zia Lee got drafted to SmackDown, which I didn't realize she had been doing uh, some dark matches. I mean, I was surprised we didn't get to Kota Kai, because I know she was doing some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Street Profits yeah, on Raw. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right on that. So the Street Profits in New Day switch switcheroo, and then, uh, of course, you got to remember, Bianca's on Raw with a... Uh, Montez, so there's that. Yeah. I uh, heard there was heavy speculation to split up Montez. Really? Oh, yeah. because he wasn't there. I, I think he just had a, a – oh, no, he was part of a wedding. That's why I wasn't there a couple well, nights ago. Well, apparently they were thinking about putting Montez with his wife on Raw and then having mm. Dawson just go at it solo – like on SmackDown, I was just like, mm, no, nah, that's not. You might want to go back to NXT and be like, no, nah, I'm with the Diamond Mind, dog. <laughs> Shoot Nation, what's good? <laughs> yeah, I'm missing some color up here. <laughs> I got, I got, Come on, Stokely, what's got, up, baby? It's the curse of greatness in here. The curse uh, of greatness. Yeah, you feel word, me, fam? Word. Yeah, man, I forgot, me, fam? I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What uh, round is this? Uh, this is uh, uh, round uh, four. Okay. So I'm about to get into it. We have the Viking Raiders move to SmackDown now. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently that means Dalton Castle's coming with. Yeah. If you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we had Finn Balor. Um, mm. Just Finn Balor. Not, 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 the, uh, not, not, not the demon. Not the demon. Just, just Balor uh, on Raw. He's, I mean, I hope that's going to be a good move you, for him. And but... you said that this was fourth round pick? Yeah, fourth round pick, man. Damn. See, okay, on so night this, two. this is very interesting because I got this tweet from WrestleVotes. Mm. And they said, uh, you know, quote, WWE has done a better job this go around of keeping draft results wrapped up. Good job by them. Only speculation I heard over the weekend included a story about a Raw writer, quote, banging on the table for Finn Balor to be used in McIntyre's role now on Monday nights. We shall see. Oh yeah, so I, hmm. you know, so I, that's why I, thought, I mean, like, I mean, that's that, good it's, for Finn it's if helpful. that's true. Yeah, it's I mean, exactly. But, but he's know? one writer in a room full of them, right? So yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. know. But how banging on the table for like you know, and and, and him being fourth pick is like, kind of uh, interesting, right? I guess. Let me know when it's Nick Khan saying that shit. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> when, when did when did Drew go? When did he? Drew uh, he uh he was in on the first night. Yeah. So that there was that automatic. Oh, he was round two, first pick for SmackDown. Yeah, so it's interesting, you know how, how uh, that'll uh, the disparity, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. If, if it'll come it's fruition. Like, oh, but... oh, oh, is that is that how you felt? Because that's not how it reflects. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, we also had um, Ricochet going to SmackDown, which I think. I mean, good. yeah, I mean, uh, it's weird though because I believe Raw or no, no, I think they they did retain the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, now that I think about it, Nakamura's back on SmackDown. I got a question. Might, might where, be good. where the hell is Cesaro? He's been here and there. Okay, it's cause... weird because I know he just uh, on the road. He's been doing a lot of uh, six man tags against the Bloodline. Mm, okay. Um, yeah, because it's like I'm. What happened with the after that whole storyline with the Bloodline? You know, what he, I, mean? I think he took some time off. Because uh, he was hurt. Oh, okay. I, mean, I think that they had that him whole arm. Ricochet would be dope to see. Oh, that'd be you know, good. I think it's been a while since they, they I mean, tied up. So, can we just get Sammy versus uh, Cesaro again? Yeah, I mean, it. but like makes Sammy like same. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. Not Zane, but yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, Karrion Cross stays on Raw, uh, which, mind you, uh, they did uh, announce the King of the Ring, and I have some sort of inkling that they may make him win. That might or not. No. Might not be. I don't bad, know why. As long as they 
lose that damn it's, I mean, because I can't think of someone else. I mean, obviously, Xavier Woods, but what a better way to foil Xavier Woods than a guy like that, right? Yeah, seriously. Um, anyways, Angel Garza and Umberto Carrillo, the real-life cousins that they're all of a sudden acknowledging. Yeah, you know uh, what's funny is when I see them, it's it's funny because it's like, man, I know these guys saying. remind me, I mean, I, just kind of like Los Bariquas a little yep. bit, you know what I mean? Uh, or, or, well, uh, I, I, or, or Los Guerreros, I should say. But not like one of them is Eddie, just more like if they were both just cousins, like. See, it, or, I, I, or almost, I said, I said that they were like almost. I was like, is this a remix of the Shining Stars or what? Was, you? Oh, you know, what? I was gonna say, yeah, the Colognes. It's kind of like yeah. the Colognes could have, should have been. Yeah, you know that, what I mean, because they, yeah. they vibe very well and they're both good looking guys. You see, uh, not Angel, but uh, Umberto's kind of getting the facial hair now. And he's to, he's, to kind he's of starting match. to get more comfortable. Yeah, where, where I'll play this. He's starting to believe it more so that I can believe what he's saying. Yeah, because it's not the entering that's wrong <laughs> yeah. at all. I mean, um, you know, and so. then uh, even after I said this, Alexa Bliss uh, stays on Raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cesaro on SmackDown, so you're wondering. This is uh, round six here. Carmella on Raw, so now she'll be uh, with her boo. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ridge Holland got drafted to SmackDown, which yeah, I was like, I thought, oh, I, shit. I, okay. I was very shocked by that. Well, a lot of people were like, so wait, Ridge, not, not done? But yeah, Ridge, like, yeah. but I'm like, when you look at the archetype, that's kind of what yeah. he likes. Yeah, you know? exactly. so, yeah, it makes sense why he was picked. But it's like, I mean, shit, they're is probably that why gonna, they broke him up. They'll probably it, have him roll with a like what Sheamus. I hope that that wouldn't make sense for him to do that. They just need to have him be. They need to give him the Baron Corbin uh, silent here to wreck shit like they you know what i mean they see but did. the only reason I say Sheamus is because they got the, kind of the same entrance gear right now with the hat. Ah, uh, that's and true. The coat. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Aesthetically speaking, um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't and know you if know I how they see are. Sheamus in anybody right now. But who who knows? They're yeah. like, we don't know why they're <laughs> Carmen. We don't know have any uh, idea I mean, why it's Sheldon and Cedric and the Sheamus business. gonna uh, <laughs> hit up Finley and try to get the shillelagh back so he Yo, got something to use. Like. Cl- or if he like, you know, maybe he hits up Regal and get them nooks. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, true. Gable Stevenson on Raw. Yeah. Yeah, Very, that was, I was surprised by that. I didn't and, know we can pick guys in developmental, developmental. <laughs> like, and, I, and I'm sure this is going to be a part of a storyline. Sami Zayn is the last pick in the sixth round on SmackDown, but there are other other people that moved uh, over. I'll just talk about the people who didn't, who got moved. I won't talk about the people who stayed. Mm. So let um, me see. Raw got uh, Drake Maverick. They split up uh, T-Bar and Mace. They kept T-Bar. Yeah, I heard that's uh, that's what they ended up doing instead of splitting up uh, Street Profits. Ah, okay. Yeah, which I think was a better idea. Yeah, no, I mean they're more they're more established as a team, I yeah. mean, and they they sell way more merch. I yeah. mean, they have no merch. So, uh, Zelina Vega, Chad Gable, and Otis, and then Apollo Cruz and Commander Aziz. They split up Chad. From Otis? No, no, no. These are who Raw got, oh, but okay. but they picked them for some reason. It was single or oh okay. Like they didn't pick them like to get. I don't know. Huh? Or maybe that's just how the, the report is. They 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 did it in bullet points. Not so. Gable Stevenson, Chad Gable. I mean Chad Gable and yeah. yeah it's oh, weird. Okay. It's weird that they got Chad Gable and Gable Stevenson both on Raw. So I don't know huh. how they're gonna do that. Oh, Stevenson's on Raw. I thought he yeah. was on SmackDown. No, he's on that. he's on Raw, which I'm surprised too. It being like a Fox, yeah, you know, the sport Seriously. more sport oriented channel. And then SmackDown, uh, they retained uh, Drew uh, Gulak. Aaliyah got drafted. Shout out to her. They retained Mace. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they also got Mansoor and uh, Mustafa Ali. And then, um, well, this is she stayed, but Tony Storm stayed on uh, yeah, the Blue Brand, yeah. which. It's fine. I mean, yeah, I don't know if really I doing nothing with her, but I yeah. mean, well, they got her rolling with Boogs and Nakamura for some reason. I guess because she's a rock star makes yeah. sense, kind of. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they really need to stop, uh, you know, assuming people's identity and <laughs> let them be who they are. Because 
you know, not everybody can pull off whatever you want them to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're wow. like, well, you're not a goddamn astronaut at all. I know, Vince. That's why I can't I, do I it. I told you. I told you. I, to- I know nothing about sumo wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, seriously. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, that's that's all I had for that. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, it was not a bad way to kick off the news for sure. I mean, I, I did have some news on a few people yeah, that, same. I mean, talking about um, drafts and I guess not really technically drafted at other companies, but showing up in uh, other companies. Yeah, I was going to say, too, I had a small update on Killer Kelly Oh yeah, uh, as well. I know she was rumored Oh, yeah, she be... was supposed to be, what, NXT UK, right? Yeah, they, they, it's been a lot of reports back and forth on over the last couple of years. Obviously, uh, transport is a big issue, you know what I mean, in terms of, like, getting over yeah. there because of the pandemic, et cetera. But, uh, yeah, she actually penned this yesterday, and I just thought I'd share with everybody because uh, it seems like she was going to be taking some time away from the ring. Uh, says, quote, unfortunately, I'm writing something that really annoys me and I wish I could avoid. Since coming back to wrestling, I've noticed that something was off. I tried my best to hide it, mainly because I wasn't understanding what was happening and because I wanted to keep on wrestling. Thankfully, none of you picked up on it and only my opponents knew what was happening. I've been having a lot of trouble breathing to the point I couldn't take a breath. And no, this isn't COVID related because I've never had it slash don't have it. It's just me not being capable of breathing. So with that being said, I pulled away from all my wrestling commitments for the year and I'm going to take some time away to fix my nose and my breathing. I didn't want to do this, but health should always come first. And uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty much what she had to say. I mean, end of the day, it definitely is the bigger priority here. I mean, at the you know, we are fans. We definitely would love to see her flourish and, and, you know, reach the full potential that we know that she has, but you can't do so if you're not if you're not taking care of yourself. You exactly, know I mean? and so, needing to breathe is a pretty yeah. Big, I mean, you, you know, know, necessity. Hello. So yeah, um, no one's gonna falter for that. Nah, man. And I mean, it's just brave enough for her to even invite us into her personal life like that. So yeah. you know, shout out to her, and definitely wish you know she gets everything figured out, and you know, no rush. Do what you got to do, girl. Yeah, and, for sure. and you know, if you're feeling up to it, do what you got to do to get back. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, either way, we'll be here for you. And yeah, I mean. That's all I can say. Yeah, yeah no, man. real talk, man, real talk. But uh, yeah, you said you had some uh, a little bit of news too on. Uh... Yeah, I mean, you know, we were bringing up some names that got drafted. There were some other, you know, unfortunately, some names that uh, got, I guess, de-drafted. I don't know how you would call it. <laughs> uh, you know, left the company earlier this year. But um, there has been uh, some eyes on a few people from, uh, mostly from NXT. Um, I can't remember the third person that showed it, uh, but I, I do know that Arturo Rua mm-hmm. uh, was seen uh, in a few AEW Dark matches. I think he teamed up with uh, Cesar Bononi. Oh, okay. So there was that. Um, mm-hmm. I forgot what name he was going under. But, That's um, so funny because they used to tag together in NXT a couple times. Yeah, and I was thinking, like, the, I remember they were doing that whole thing with her, with Tay Conti. They, hey, they even took yeah, pictures. Yeah, the whole like, Brazilian jiu-jitsu thing. Yeah, yeah. They, real talk, they would have kicked people's asses. Yeah, like, for sure. It kind of would have been like well, Legato, except like with... MMA. Yeah, <laughs> and honestly, I mean, I'm not that I don't like how Legato's formed out because I like Electra's, um, you know, addition, but it, I think it just we would have just got a whole different uh, mood <laughs> without it being such oh the hood versus the barrio type of thing. Yeah, you know? like, which I'm glad at least one of them is moving on up, so we don't have to. Yeah, you know, seriously, especially because we're like oh. You diss the culture. I'm like, uh, grills ain't like the culture for yeah, everybody. Nah, swear. Yeah, come on. I man. love you, bro. But yeah. I mean, now one of y'all from the West Coast. If he would have, like, I think I said, <laughs> I think I said, if he would have cut one of his braids, that would have been. Yeah, way more. Yeah, yeah. like especially uh, somebody did that to Jay Lethal a while ago. Was that yeah. Adam Cole that did that? I oh, think so. Yeah, it was back hey, in he ROH. Cut his yeah, man. <laughs> um, but uh, now I remember the other name. Santana Garrett also has been making the rounds in AEW Dark as well. Oh, okay. Um, and then uh, I did get eyes on uh, a new Impact uh, event going down called KO Knockdown hmm. uh, or Knockouts Knockdown. 
and it looks to be a, maybe an all women's event that they're doing because there's names associated uh, like um, Rachel Ellering. I okay. see uh, Tasha Steele's here, Chelsea nice. Green, uh, also Renee Michelle, but I also see Mercedes Martinez. So oh, shit. Okay. that's going to be actually this Saturday, uh, October 9th. Man, if I. I know she came out for AEW for Casino Battle Royale once. Yeah, I think you're right. If they can get her and really use her the right way, because they were starting to use her in a good way, but I don't know if she didn't, you know, if it was the age thing, which I know she's been in the, you know, on the circuit for a while in, in the SoCal area, you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, that's I mean, good, she man. could, she could. I mean, again, I don't want to be like WWE. I'm like, yeah, put her with Diamante, <laughs> but <laughs> nah. you know, it's but it's like it could be a good look. You know, true, true. I mean, yeah, I mean, it would I mean, her versus Thunder Rosa, I think, would be dope too. Like, yeah, exactly. I, I was almost gonna say maybe she could, you know, be Thunder Rosa's like heavy, low key, or, or like, or like backup against like Britt Baker. And, See, you know, I, but you someone got, like her, she's only gonna be staying like, you know, at bay for long before she's gonna be hungry for her own. Oh, taste, yeah, 100%. You know I, mean? So, I mean, same that I think the same thing when I look at like, uh, like Jamie Hayter. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but see, I think that one's more like I was gonna because I was gonna say like you know Sean and Diesel they had to slow burn it. Yeah, true. But see, someone like Mercedes they can't slow burn it like that. Nah, you're right. You know what I mean? Right. But Jamie Hader, yeah, they could definitely slow burn it. Uh, like she's crazy. She dope. You I, said I like Santana her. Garrett too. Uh, Santana Garrett was on uh, Dark. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, that's because I remember uh, she was doing a she was highlighting in Wow for uh, a little bit too. So I just figured she'd go back to that. You know what I mean? So, but uh, no, nah, that's cool. I mean, at least they're all getting uh, uh they they're getting. That post past that thirty day non uh, was it non compete right yeah yep for sure but you know what um, before we go on NXT I think we got a uh, one last announcement to make right yeah um, wow uh, <laughs> that was so lame wow well, uh, oh, wow well, yeah. well, I was trying to get my my uh, Matt Lawrence on <laughs> Joey Lawrence that, you know which one I met <laughs> yeah I, yeah that's funny I guess yeah I did mention wow they probably both do it shut up. Yeah, now yeah, women of wrestling. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, well, they're well, they're back. That, yeah. there, there's that first. There, there's the announcement that they're doing a relaunch. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, I, I don't want to bury the lead here. It was announced as such because Tessa Blanchard resigns or signs with wrestling promotion. Dot dot dot. Click here, right? Yeah. Um. So. That's been kind of the you know again it's, that's what that's what's been kind of steamrolling the the, the majority of the uh, details uh, yeah of the relaunches is hey we're relaunching and we got you know they're they're making headlines I totally get it um yeah I mean and uh, she, and she's been there before so it's not like she is, is a stranger to no to no I, I, yeah I think she just might be exclusive you know what I mean, at this point now um, or just the only company that will sign her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very very so, true. Yeah. But I found it interesting too cuz uh I didn't realize that Jeannie Buss, daughter of uh Yeah, that threw me a for famed, a loop. uh Laker owner, man. Yeah. Um, that to me I was I didn't realize that she was getting in the game. Uh, uh Well, I guess she's owned from what I read, she's owned the company for a while. Okay, a league owner and a WoW executive producer apparently. Uh, yeah. She said to ET. Yeah, she's she had uh, commented saying wrestling's presentation of women has long been very important to me, and we now are presenting the epitome in sports entertainment that will highlight the athleticism of these superstars as reintroduced. Wow, our partnership with the entire Viacom CBS Global Distribution Group family allows us to continue our mission of providing wrestling fans and Wow superheroes what they have all deserved: a global platform for a dedicated women's wrestling league. Uh, not too bad. No, I mean. Yeah, I got here from Fightful Select. This is who uh, originally reported it. 
Um, and then obviously what you're speaking of is they they had a, a scheduled press conference for uh, just last night. Yeah. Um, says that the only names heard that are attached to the company are Blanchard and an unnamed former WW. <laughs> this must be old WOW talent, which I think we now know is the Beast, yeah. uh, who is the world champion. Uh, but it says other than those two, there is said to be no roster in place, and the relaunch will not happen imminently. Uh, Fightful also learned that the NGW uh, teasers that were running are connected to the WoW relaunch as they are one and the same. Uh, LA Lakers owner uh, Jeannie Buss has been attached to the project as she still technically owns the company. Mm. Fightful reached out to nearly a dozen former WoW talent who had not been clued in into the plans and had not been contacted for the relaunch. Most told Fightful that they hadn't heard from WoW creator David McLean since last year when they were emailed and asked to not post in regards to controversies of alleged bullying surrounding Blanchard. The mm. relaunch itself has been known about within women's wrestling circles for months as several additional names were contacted for the project, but none ended up landing outside of Blanchard. Um, and I mean, not, not to speculate, I wonder if there was reasons because they knew that she'd be connected somehow. Yeah, they, they must have known. Maybe it was something they were in talks for for a little bit. I mean, from from afar, it looks like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I was talking about this with Flo, right, before I get into the, the, the quick specifics of it. I was like, why would they, you know, invest so much into this with the press conference and all that? And then you're kind of making her, like, sort of the, the, the one of the main faces of this new relaunch. Yeah. And it's like, but you got, like I said earlier, people have Google in their hands. Like, they can... If people didn't know who she was, the first thing that's going to come up, or the first couple things, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be all negative, because, so, I mean, the last thing that we saw her do was send back the title, because she didn't want to do her dates. Like, it's all negative when you roll from there, backwards. Yeah, you know and then, I, mean? I like, mean, and then get into the real, you know, the the, the racial stuff, and all, all the... Or, or the, the, you know, the story, alleged stuff. The story yeah, that counts, the yeah. The locker room issues, we'll say. I don't yeah, I mean, yeah, they... they, they races, but yeah. No, no, yeah, I said, you know, the ra racial yeah references that have been alleged and all that stuff, so... Whether you believe it or not, or I mean, obviously, she, it's not like she's been charged. I don't know what, how that even works, but it's like just the negative impression. You know what I mean? I'm like, wow, I, I, it's weird. It's odd to me that they would kind of risk that. Um, Mac Lowe was like, well, maybe this is a super, super smart masterminded uh, tactic where they're like, so what we finna do is we gonna get Tessa, get this hype, and then soon as people get upset, drop her and just continue with the company i was like i don't know we'll, we'll i mean i was like they just did the same thing to samoa joe and on his tt yeah yeah they, they, so. they think we don't know but she I, uh, I do have a quote uh for about uh tessa had said about joining she said uh the born legend i guess is her nickname uh it says quote wrestling has taken me all over the world uh i've gotten to live in different countries and win championship titles all over the world but now with wow this is without a doubt the biggest platform for women's wrestling in history to be part of it it's a testament that we're changing the status quo for women's wrestling, for professional wrestling altogether, and it's just such a blessing to be a part of it. So, man, I kind of, I'm, I'm again not trying to be that guy, but that seemed like low key a, a thinly veiled shot at uh, maybe not being included on an NWA Empower shit because mm. to me that was kind of in more recent memory outside of the Evolution pay per view, the bigger platform for yeah. women's wrestling. In a, you know what I mean? Yeah, in a long time, I would um, say. But there, there is some uh, other hype, I will oh, say. Oh, yeah, I definitely Not was going to bring uh, that up. Tessa's arrival. And, and trying to drag it down. But which, which, don't get me wrong, it is a big deal because, you know, you're talking about like a week or so removed mm -hmm. from the, there's, you know, it, there, she's been shut out from the likes of WWE and AEW. You know, a signing, re, you know, uh, uh, like anytime soon does not seem likely for Tessa Blanchard. And, you know, so it's kind of is curious that, you know, there's that buzz that was swarming a week or two ago, and now here she is in a, in a wrestling promotion that's neither 
AEW WWE. But uh, no, they like you said, they did have this press conference. There were some, uh, you know, Genie Bus, the Beast, Tessa. And I think there was, a, uh, yeah, it was AJ. <laughs> no, because I know y'all know by now, man. Yeah. AJ Lee. AKA uh, AJ Mendez, I believe, right? April. Or April Mendez, yeah, I should say. The you will show respect. Mrs. Punk, right? To, well, it's, it's, it's Brooks, so. There you go, Brooks. There, yeah. <laughs> Best selling artist you're talking about there. You better watch yourself, Bob. Oh, oh, sorry. But an, uh, an, no, she, an author. She, that's what I meant. Best selling. Oh, did um, you say artist? Well, <laughs> possibly. Well, both. You're an artist when you make art. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, uh, she is, uh, I mean, uh, first of all, everybody is already doing their most to uh, mislabel uh, this. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> Misdiagnosed. Gotta get those yeah. clicks in, you wow. know what I mean? But, uh, you know, everyone's reporting it as a return to wrestling. But no, what it actually is, is she is signing on to be a part of the project. And it's, I mean, to be honest, it's, uh, it's amazing. Like, it's one of those things where, you know, for me, because they did just ask uh, Punk on, I think it was on uh, oral yeah. sessions. If, if you know, is she far behind? Is she coming with? Yeah. And you know, he he had always said like, nah. I mean, like for me, it's that neck issue, and yeah, he didn't look like he was uh, letting off the letting off the uh, the, the gas on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that seemed like a, if I have anything to do with it, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, word right. <laughs> which, um, which I get it. You got to be, you know, especially when you when you get married with someone, you get very um, defensive of and protective. Of yeah, them, yeah, you know, especially yeah. because He's like, you're the wrestling. only one that has their actual personal well being. I'm not not saying fans aren't, but fans want to see people come back and wrestle and do all that more than they want people to stay safe. Let's just call a spade a spade. No, you know? yeah, so, I mean, there's some selfish fans. Out I was gonna there, say so, if yeah. anyone else is saying otherwise, yeah, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah, so. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, it's it's real exciting to to see that uh, she um, is going to be involved in the uh, sense of signing on as executive producer, joining Genie Bus and uh, David McLean again, the creator, and she will also be doing color commentary. I love that. I mean, to me. Uh, when I heard about this, I didn't think anything about wrestling. I was like, okay, cool. So she's kind of doing like uh, she's trying to get in there, like Dana Warrior was trying to do with the creative. I haven't heard anything else on her and her position. Yeah, there was just a lot of or, criticism, right? But right, but it's like no or, one's in that room, so yeah, just, who, who who knows? Yeah, yeah back up, dude. Yeah, the, somebody's got to speak up for the females, you know. And then you got uh, or even how Mickey James did depart, you know, uh, however way it was from WWE and being able to, you know, go to NWA and you know whether her husband works there or not, like still to put together an event like that i mean that's kind of like the same vibe i was getting so uh if it's all to improve uh you know and, and add on to women's wrestling i'm all for it man i mean i think wow it's been a great platform for women's wrestling in a while i like how it's more you know in in the vein of like superheroes for women and positive role models than it is about you know just it, it's just different uh a different um presentation i mean yeah yeah and, there, and, there you go that, that's the best and, way to put yeah what i really hope is that to. they reach the demo they're looking for um yeah because I'll just say like this: when it's there, it's there, and we've seen mostly when it's not, and that's the male support for women's wrestling. Yep. Over the years, obviously, the presentation of it does have a lot to do with it. I mean, depending on what era in wrestling you grew up in. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, yeah, I'm really hoping that they, that they really do, uh, and even more like their what their mission statement is. And I mean, uh, also worth noting, multi-year uh, deal, uh, deal with Viacom and CBS. So they're going to be having some uh, some weekly syndication. Yeah. And uh, they said that that's going to be beginning in the, the fall of 2022. 
Okay. That's what's up, so, man. Uh, Everybody out, coming to play 2022, Mike. Shout out to Denise Salcedo for the, the yeah. tweet and all the info. She's always usually on point, man. Yeah, so. definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, that's uh, pretty much all I have for her for news. Same, same. Uh, I mean, there there's a few things I'll add later on uh, in the AEW side because I know we had reported on Brian Cage last week and it seems like... <laughs> he, he, he's intent on making you out to be a liar. I heard what you've been saying about me. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll get, well, but everybody knows we got that personal heat. So yeah, he's, <laughs> he's like, just a spite, Doc Lesnar. I'm showing uh, up in yeah, Philly. Yeah, yep. Uh, in, in oh, his boy's here? Full gear. Oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it in front of McFly. Yep. Full gear ready. We, but, knew, uh, we knew what he was doing. But before we get to that, I do have the uh, review this week for NXT 2.0, my friend. I don't know if you're ready for this, man. Well, as long as you're ready for me to. Give it to you straight after. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, no problem. I mean, gosh, man. Yeah, no. I got, if you could, if you could hold it till the end. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna I'll, let you I'll, rock. Yeah, no, nah, because there, there is a uh, kind of a lot of ground to cover, and really not meaningful ground. But hey, it's uh, we're here to do a show unbiasedly, man. So uh, I will say the first thing I noticed right away is the eight man tag that was announced last week uh, that I think would have had um, was it GYV and then Mello and Trick going against uh, Brooks, uh, Briggs and Jensen and of course the MSK. By the way, has now been changed to a fatal four way for the tag team titles. So what's up, man? Just want to say Jensen should ju- just use his last name. Yeah, man. It's Buchanan. Briggs and Bu- Buchanan sound way better. Then Briggs and Jensen. Yeah. Oh, that's all and I need to say. And it's dumb because last, I think a couple weeks prior, they tried to just coin them Jensen and Briggs, which kind of sounds better on the ear. It, but then it, they, yeah. they switched it right to Briggs and Jensen this week. So I don't I, I don't get it. But yeah. uh, we do start off with uh, Mandy Rose taking on uh, Ember Moon. And you guys know how I like to do this. I like to hit you with the spots, man. Uh, Mandy Rose hits her inverted uh, gut rich suplex for two. She gets a uh, body scissors hold as well as a uh, deep ab stretch with elbows grinding into Moon's rib cage. Uh, Moon hits a low pace suicida to jc on the floor and does counter her Rana with a apron powerbomb uh before shoving Gigi as well kind of showing him hey i'm not here to be outnumbered or uh intimidated by anybody whether you're toxic attraction or whoever you are you know she's a vet you know what i mean I don't so, give a goddamn and she also hits that nice diving code breaker from the second rope as well uh but we do see the end where moon goes for the eclipse but mandy gets out the way causing ember to roll through and she runs right into a bicycle knee smash from rose for the win uh and yeah i was kind of surprised at that because I just I'm not mad that Mandy got the win. I just thought maybe more time would have made it a little bit more believable because again, Ember is a vet. Uh, yeah, I opinion, mean, so. former former NXT Women's Champion, and yeah. then they also they they rolled that. Uh, uh, they had, I mean, it wasn't a promo. It was, I mean, it was, it was kind of with Ember where she, you know, looked like she was trying to get more serious and you know yeah. on this uh, bad streak and. No, the the law of Ember or yeah, you know, maybe Murphy's law, to whatever that. you want yeah, to call it. Know. You know? Yeah, because it's been a while. I think it's been since that promo since we've seen her, right? Yeah, since, I mean, since two started, I, I was kind of surprised that they would use her for Manny to get over to look I'm, strong for for Raquel. And don't get me but, wrong, though, like they're both are talents that came back to NXT, so it's like I don't know if on SmackDown or Raw, like. Ember did the job before, so maybe it's nothing to them. It's not really getting Mandy over. It's just reminding people what Mandy could do. But uh, either way, uh, not a bad way to open up the the show, and it won't be the last we see from uh, Toxic Attraction, not by the least bit. Uh, but we go to a vignette from Legado del Fantasma. Uh, Sant- Santos basically says uh, being drafted to SmackDown saved Hit Rose asses. <laughs> Wild says it's hard to respect wannabe thugs whose deadliest weapons are their words. Electra says, "Be fab! I shut that little trap of yours." 
and I'm not here to play. While uh, I believe Raul, he also said something as well. He said it's all going to end after Santos leaves as North American champion, which uh, leaves Santos to end it where he says, you know, Swerve can either hide in the draft or prove what kind of man he is to his crew by defending his uh, North American title against him, uh, which, you know, we will see the answer <laughs> to that. Actually, I'll just go to that right now because – no, no reason not to. Just connect it. You gonna, you just gonna, you just gonna move up to the main roster, huh? Oh, you ain't got enough balls to drop the title on your way out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. And uh, Hit Row, we see they got a vignette much later on where Swerve says Santos is right. Everyone's talking about Hit Row to SmackDown, but they're not talking about Legato whatsoever. Uh, top the dollar, price went up, baby. Yeah, yeah. Top Dollar kind of reintroduces himself and clarifies they're not running from LDF, but they're running to the money. Uh, Ashante uh, says SmackDown chose them because everything they do is a mood, and while Fab comments on election. And Swerve accepts Santos's challenge, uh, warning that uh, when he wins, the only place to see the North American title after that will be on Friday nights. It's going to get spooky, guys. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I just got a, a, a text of this new Tessa Blanchard shirt that Wow just shared on Twitter. Uh huh. And it's a new. It says nuclear, as in like heat. Nuclear. Yeah, no, no, I get it. I, I mean, I guess if you're gonna try, if you're gonna ride the wave, ride it. I guess. I mean, I, don't I mean, know. she should have been rode it back then. Yeah, well, well, real <laughs> like, talk. Like, don't try to get on it now. Yeah, but just to update, by the way, from those two vignettes, uh, you know, with him accepting the challenge, we do get it uh, announced later on that uh, Swerve will defend the NXT North American North American title, I should say, against Santos Escobar. I'm sure uh, both Hit Row and Legato will be in each other's corners, uh, but that'll be you know for next week. Little but, home, uh, homecoming for for the for the squad. Yeah, you know. But it's like, man, this this uh, whole – it's crazy that they haven't had the title match yet and that this whole – They've managed to stretch it out this long. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, without having – it's crazy. So, And it makes me think, when is the last time he defended it? Has he defended it since he won it? Like, I don't no, think people, he No, people have been saying that he has not won – I think he won it back in July is what they said. See, I, Like I before the summer? And then it's like, does or it make summer, sense for him to drop it to Santos? Like, if you're trying to go with a younger presentation, nothing against Santos, but it's like, I'd rather they give it to him than like, Wall, uh, what was it, Waller? Yeah, or some, I don't know, man. Somebody, somebody, I will say. But uh, we get a, another match, L.A. Knight. I'd rather him, against, too. Uh, yeah, seriously. Going against Odyssey Jones. Uh, Jones, uh, before he comes in, I do see that uh, the commentary, they kind of note he was once a defensive tackle for uh, University of Syracuse. We do see a big splash into the corner and uh, back-to-back bill throws from the big man. Uh, and we do see him kick out after an elbow drop, which, of course, vaults Knight up into the uh, in the air in the process, which we've seen that a couple times with the, you know, the whole big man uh, mindset when you're in the in the ring, uh, he does counter a scoop slam with a uh, you know basically using his weight into a body splash, and uh, we do see kind of what I would say a shin breaker style gut buster because the way he kind of puts his arm over his shoulder and picks him up is looks like he's going for a shin breaker, but he like throws him down right on his knee. Oh yeah, yeah, it was yeah, it was pretty interesting. It, it was innovative. Yeah, definitely d- d- a different way to do it. Uh, Knight, we see him counter a uh, corner splash uh, with a drop kick to the knee, a uh, apron running knee smash, which he loves to hit. And uh, I did mention it earlier, but that running jumping elbow drop only gets the one. Uh, we do see Odyssey Jones hit that gut buster, but then he gets distracted by Andre Chase, who's uh, run down to the ring and he's on the apron uh, before he decks him with a forearm. Uh, at this point, Knight hits a. 
jumping neckbreaker from behind and makes the cover near the ropes. And we see Jones kind of get his leg out to try to get the rope break. But Chase, who is still at ringside, sneakily uh, repositions his foot to allow L.A. to get the win. Post-match, we see, um, I, I believe uh, Vic says on commentary, he believes Andre Chase has a bachelor's in BS, while Barrett uh, believes he has a Ph.D. in brilliant strategy, which I... <laughs> Beg to differ. I don't know what they're doing with this kid, but you know, I guess they got to give him TV time at some point. So yeah, I just had a quick note. Um, so he won it in June. Swerve. Okay. So he hasn't defended it since then. Um, but the other thing is, I heard Odyssey Jones, who was once considered to be moving up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we talked about it here, uh, if, if not in, in chats for sure. Yeah. I guess Vince changed his mind and went with Ridge instead. Makes sense. I mean, I don't think Jones is ready at all. So I mean, and, and I'm you know not as a slight, just just from a priest. I mean, like this match, I was like, oh, I guess they took away your uh, your attire. You have to earn the you have to earn yeah, the, yeah, the was, nation domination. <laughs> yeah, I was you. like, I was like, just all black. I'm like, oh, okay, wardrobe wasn't ready, huh? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> all right, whatever. Uh, we get an interview backstage with uh, Cameron Grimes, and uh, he says love is in the air, and uh, notes you know the index wedding that just happened, as well as uh, Cora and uh, Trey Baxter, you know, kind of hitting hitting it off backstage before admitting he's a little bit jealous, but declares he's on the search to find a lucky lady when uh, Pete Dunn or Pete Dune and a uh, Ridge walk into frame. Dunn says no woman in the world would go anywhere near Grimes. While uh, we hear Cameron say uh, he, he kind of calls him lover boy Pete, you know, like what would you know about that? Yeah, and, I was about uh, to say, but like, bro, you're not a little, that much of a looker either. You <laughs> like, know what I'm saying? But Dunn kind of checks his tone immediately and reminds him he's the baddest man in NXT right now. You know, and then Ridge mm. kind of goes to wave his club at him to like add some intimidation. But Grimes is definitely distracted by someone off camera. Uh, Dunn would then challenge him to a match later that night. Grimes kind of agrees, but excuses himself to uh, holler some ladies that are chatting nearby again off camera. So I don't know where this is going. If this is you know long-term storytelling we looking for a mrs million dollar guy or yeah i was wondering i was like are we gonna get like a gold digger situation yeah true i didn't think about that like like, where are we going with but then at the same time i was also like thinking are you still the baddest man in nxt yeah i mean we got braun breaker over here getting more tv time so i don't know I got to warn you guys, it's a lot of sec. It's very segment heavy. Yeah, I'm going to let you get into it. Yeah, now you good, man. Uh, we get a backstage segment with Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner. Mm. Uh, Kyle, appro- <laughs> Kyle approaches Von in the locker room. Fam, like my. And wants to know why he's had his back twice now. Von says he took an opportunity and jumped on it, then adds he doesn't like Ridge or Dunn any more than Kyle does. Uh, he tells Kyle uh, he respects him for having heart, but Kyle cuts him off and says, you know, I appreciate what you did, but I don't trust anybody after the year I just had. And uh, ends it by telling Vaughn to let him handle his business to stay out of his way while he does it, basically. He's like, what, what happened this year? I can't talk about it. Or who it involves. <laughs> yeah, just know. Yeah. It it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's real bad. It- <laughs> 30 days ago. No, not even 30 days ago. <laughs> but uh, uh, then we go to an in-ring segment from the champ, Champa. <laughs> See, I did that. Tommaso. I did, I did. Uh, he announces the return of Halloween Havoc on Tuesday, October 26th, which I'm a little pumped for. I, I do like how they brought back Halloween Havoc. It's not always the best thing well, that they it, got, but I, it's one of the uh, the themed, you know, little it, yeah, events they do that I enjoy. It kind of brought, I mean, and, and this is not a necessarily, that's not what it means, but it kind of brought one of my biggest fears. I was like, are we going to do away with the takeovers now? Ah. So trying to figure out what the first pay-per-view was going to be, you know, yeah, called. That, but then I'm like, well, it's Halloween time, so somebody had to do it. You yeah, know what I mean? And yeah, it makes sense. They just happened to have, you know, a themed one on deck. So, yeah. you know. Especially that week, too. Yeah, well, we'll yeah. have to see how it pans out. 
But uh, he talks about needing an opponent for uh, Halloween Havoc, and then he kind of sneak disses Breaker a little bit without saying his name. Uh, then he dares anyone with a set of balls to come and take the title from him, and of course, Braun Breaker enters Mike in hand and uh, joins Champa in the ring to many dog chants. Uh, it says he's treated Champa with nothing but respect since the minute he arrived, but doesn't give a damn if, he, if he's been here for four minutes, four weeks, or four months. He wants to be the NXT champion. Says he has the biggest balls in the locker room before throwing down his challenge for the title at Havoc. Uh, we see Champa kind of laugh a little bit, and he says the difference between them is Breaker wants the strap while he needs the strap. Uh, and he says, you know, for Braun, the title is a stepping stone uh, to something bigger and better, while he views the title itself as something that is bigger and better. And uh, Ciampa, the, he does accept the challenge and says uh, Braun has three weeks to go from an intern to a PhD, then exits the ring, but not without bumping shoulders on the way out. And, uh, of course, we hear Vic try to throw in his uh, little... I guess weekly. If you hear him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, weekly innuendo on the commentary. <laughs> and his of, 2005 Goldberg did jacket say, from the Merci- <laughs> motorcycle did collection. I say, did I say Steiner? <laughs> you did, know did, what did, I mean? Oh shit! Oh shit! Shit! Man, uh, this leads to a backstage set. Or what do you think about this? Uh, which the uh, what you just talked about? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll save it for later. I, okay, it'll be. I, I will say Breaker does look like a star though. I will say that it'll be compiled. and it did. Look, it did look like Goldberg's <laughs> jacket. <laughs> you got me. Uh, but, I was uh, waiting for the Rock to come out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> seriously, but uh, now we get a backstage segment with Joe Gacy. Uh, he says, when yeah. the wor- when the world stood still while social media crashed, he sat with his voice, the voice of a righteous and inclusive generation." Says uh, NXT 2.0 is one platform that'll never crash and plans to use the ring as a safe space later that night. And uh, tonight we gather in unity to prove that conflict, conflict, I should say, can be resolved peacefully. And yes, there can be two winners. Um, and there's more on that later, Joe Gacy. I uh, mean, yeah, wait. Okay. Uh, you know, you're, you're good. It'll you're, be compiled. Yeah. No, you're good. I mean, uh, he does have a match with Ikamin Jiro. Uh, before I get to that, we have like this quick segment backstage with Indy Hartwell. It, it, it basically it's a clip from earlier in the day. We see Indy kicking about her honeymoon with Persia Perota or Parada, which I guess was her maid of honor in that whole uh, wedding situation. I didn't yeah, realize that's that. That's uh, Steph Delander. Oh, okay, got you. Uh, Indy, uh, she teases uh, Dexter's measurements when they notice yeah, smoke. <laughs> notice smoke coming from a nearby room. Uh, they open the door to find Tian Shaw mid MSK. No, oh. <laughs> uh, it was Tian Shaw uh, mid ritual uh, before getting kicked out abruptly by Boa. And uh, Persia says that was freaky, but Indy says she's seen a lot freakier. Somehow this uh, turns into a match between Mei Ying and Indy later in the night, but uh, I'll get back to that. But Joe Gacy uh, takes on Ikamin Jiro, the jacket-wearing freak. Now I'm just playing. Uh, Jiro hits a running Hurricane Rana, falling reverse DDT, uh, a jacket neck twister, uh, or a jacket-assisted neck twister, I could say, because he's using, like, the wings of his jacket, and oh, he, you know, he puts his, okay. his, his feet uh, around the neck and does, you know, the whole neck twister deal. Dang. But, it, you know, it's, it's more pageantry than punishment, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we see a jacket-assisted rolling elbow as well as a uh, springboard avalanche millionaire, which I thought looked really nice. Uh, Gacy, he... Is that uh, how you say that? Uh, that's how I pronounce it. I don't even know if that's the way you say it. Mayonnaise. So. Okay. Uh, mayonnaise. <laughs> uh, Gacy shares a handshake at the start of the match. Uh, he gets the better of a shoulder block exchange as well, and we hear him kind of optimistically encourage Jiro to try again. We see a running corner splash as well as a vertical suplex. Uh, but Jiro goes for a running kick, but Gacy ducks and hits a handspring 
a clothesline from hell, I guess, for the win. It was kind of interesting. It looked like, you know, kind of like how um, Jay Lethal sets up for the handspring cutter, but when he came back, he hits a hell of a uh, lariat, man, and he got Tajiri. the win. Ah, no. Tajiri did it first. Yeah, Tajiri did anything <laughs> handspring. Nah, that, that'd be a uh, Muda. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'd, yeah. Be, I'd be totally shitting on Muda if I didn't. Yeah, you already did. No. <laughs> Sorry, Muda. Now, post-match, we see Gacy help Jiro up to his feet and kind of uh, embrace him with a hug before exiting the ring. And uh, Gacy starts applauding uh, Jiro from the ramp when the camera pans to a big, creepy-looking some bitch in the crowd staring a hole through him. Uh, I found out that this is actually... Um, What's the, I forgot his name. His Parker tower, Bordeaux. Parker Bordeaux, yeah. But Who his is, name is Harland, apparently. It's Harland something, I forgot. That, that's the guy I was telling you. I'm like, oh, so just another Ridge Holland. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, that's right. Okay. But, you but did, yeah. I guess his gimmick is the Soul Eater. Huh. But from what I'm hearing, and I can't tell you from who, unfortunately. Yeah, I get it. I know you I, got, From I know what you I hear, from. he, the final product of what it's going to be differs from what they sold him on. If you that makes sense. Par- Parker yes. or Yeah. Oh, okay. So I guess what was the initial idea for this Soul Eater gimmick is not what the finished product is right now. Okay, me- me- so meaning, we gotta meaning, wait. Meaning well no, meaning like what it was supposed to be is not what it's gonna be when we see it. Ah, uh, that's not cool. Yeah. That's lame. Yeah. So like Cross. So like Cross. <laughs> yeah, probably. So like Cross. Oh, man. <laughs> but uh, Gacy returns a curious look as commentary uh, frames the stranger as maybe one of the people who may not agree with Gacy's views, uh, which that doesn't do much for me if he's supposed to be a talent. But, you know, a lot of people said, yo, what the hell is Jacob Goodnight doing in the crowd? Damn. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, I loved it. That's awesome. It's, it's so on point. <laughs> uh, we get a vignette from uh, Duke Hudson. Uh, he mentions being a NXT superstar and a professional poker player. God. Uh, this pissed me off. Uh, I didn't mind it, but I didn't think it was going to be as long and stuff with so many puns. Uh, he says both uh, professional professional poker and uh, you know being an NXT superstar, they go hand in hand. So it doesn't matter if it's in the squared circle or on the uh, poker table. If he can play with your mind, then he's beaten you before it even began. Says all money is welcome at Duke's poker room as he intends to take it anyways and says whether it's the belt or the mat, better luck next time. Um, I guess he I'm not crapped mad out at, when he went against Carmelo. Then. Well, here's my thing. I, I like that there's a little bit more to latch on to. I think being a professional poker player fits his persona in terms of being cool. And He's not cool Kyle, but he clearly is very collective. He's not an angry guy, and he clearly – his presentation so far is seeming like he is the smartest guy in the room before he even – you know what I mean? Like before yeah. he even realized it. So – I'm not mad at that. I just don't know. I just didn't think the vignette needed to be as long. Like I and, think they and like you said, it as punny as it had to be, and then I don't know. For me, I felt like I didn't need that much. I was already invested in Duke. Yeah, just off personality, look, like you said, confidence in what he's doing, what he's saying. He looks like he believes who he, who he's talking about. Very true. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, but why hitch him to like a this? You know what I mean? Like poker thing. And I yeah. was like, ah, eh, all right. I mean. I, I'm not. I can't be like, oh, he's too tall to play a poker player because I don't fucking. Know. I just don't want it to <laughs> be so like part of his like gimmick where yeah. it's part of his attire, like some IRS shit. You know, I was gonna mean? say like, like he's gonna wear that that green hat. With yeah, the, yeah. We don't need exactly. So he's, he's gonna. He's always gonna. Every time he he beats someone, he's gonna leave like a, a card on them or something. Yeah, like, that, I don't want to. Yeah, see yeah. Let's not go that far. I don't think he needs that. But I Calm think he's down, got he's it. got the kind of confidence that he can deliver that kind of uh, character. But I think yeah, less, I hope, less is more. I hope it's just more witty. 
Yeah. Than on the nose. Because yeah. we know how they like to be there. <laughs> First wit, then wallop. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Hey, that, that's, that's a t-shirt. Bam, bam. Uh, we get Cora Jade making her uh, in-ring debut against Virginia Ferry. Uh, <laughs> with a pre-match, just as Virginia is introduced by commentary, she's attacked at ringside by Frankie Monet. Uh, Frankie hits a glam slam to Ferry on the floor as Robert Stone declares Monet as Cora's new opponent, and the match is restarted. Uh, Jade, um, I mean, we don't see anything from her really uh, except till the end of the match i mean at one point trey baxter actually comes down to ringside to try to fire her up uh because monet kind of runs right through her we get a clothesline from her back elbows uh corner overhand chop which she loves to do we get an early meteora as well as a, a surfboard face buster which used to be her finish in certain uh promotions so uh we do see the running spear as well but monet looks to finish her off with the glam slam but jade she kind of counters with the uh innovative uh kind of a victory role for for the upset win and uh Trey and Jade just celebrate on the ramp. And I just don't get what they're doing with uh, Monet at all. Like, dude, they, like they jumped one, the gun on this title match. Yeah, they yes. haven't had her win anything of actual like she's been putting W's up before the match. Yeah, yeah, but the it's title like, match, but it's but like still, why aren't like, you against like Saray or Sarai or whoever? You know what I mean? Like, why aren't why don't they got you like collecting dubs from people? Like, you should, especially these new crop of girls, like you should just be like. The you know like the you got Raquel you got Man. her Frankie and then everyone else to just be fresh blood dude because you know like, I mean? like for me I was like I get y'all are trying to put over these new people yeah but she's barely established herself like like to me it was just like the L A night thing with Braun Breaker yeah you know what I mean it's like he barely got a little bit of like momentum with the Million Dollar Man story but the title's not real it's not recognized yeah right so it's like. Okay, so he went back and forth. Now maybe we see a projection. Oh, man, he's going into the, the main event for the world title. This is what I want to see. But wait, why is he challenging this guy? Like, it's Yeah, just, yeah, no. You know, and, and, you know what I was, not to interrupt, but I was just thinking right now, what, what happened to Kaylee Ray? I don't know. Because remember, there was all that, like... KL, K, KLR, right? Yeah, like, yeah, like in, in the pre-tapes that led to the 2.0, and I haven't seen her since 2.0 started. Maybe, I don't know, because... One of the things I was wondering about with the whole NXT 2.0 thing approach is I'm like, is that going to go for the UK as well? Or are you guys going to just face it out? Like, how is that going to work? I don't know, man. Uh, we get a backstage segment. Uh, MSK, they're in the middle of an interview. They're asked about the main event. Nash says it'll be a tough test for them tonight. But Wes says they need to keep their heads on swivel as to not lose their titles without being pinned. When uh, GYV interrupt, uh, and they basically call the fighting champs all talk because they accuse them of, of exploiting loopholes because they uh, added two other teams to the title match instead of just facing them. MSK opt to make the fatal four-way and elimination style match, and uh, which kind of intrigues GYV when Briggs and Jensen interrupt uh jensen just basically turns his hat backwards and asks why wait and a brawl begins with all eight men it was almost like it was bad. mellow and trick were waiting on the side yeah it, it wasn't great yeah know? it wasn't it, wasn't it didn't add great. anything i mean i like the elimination style that was added but they could have just gone from there they, you know they could have just had it between them and gyv and then interviewed the other two separately like they already yeah. they interviewed they already interviewed carmelo and, and skip uh or trick by themselves that, they could have just interviewed Briggs and Buchanan, I'm going to call it up. <laughs> hey, come on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, backstage interview, we uh, see Tommaso. He's uh, asked about, you know, the whole, 
deal with uh, Breaker, and he does credit him for being a certified blue chipper, but says that Halloween Havoc, he will share the ring with a certified main eventer. Uh, when Joe Gacy interrupts Ciampa, and he kind of criticizes his title uh, challenge earlier, saying, you know, the language is awfully specific because he says whoever has the balls. And it exhibited toxic energy. Uh, it says he realizes Ciampa is feeling the strength from his privilege of being champion, but he speaks of a voice uh, struggling to be heard and says that these voices speak through him and would love to be included in an opportunity for the NXT title. Ciampa basically smells what Gay, uh, Gacy's trying to sell him, and he tells him, look, I get it. Uh, how about this? If you beat me next week, in the main, uh, you'll be added to the main event at uh, Halloween Havoc. Gacy goes to hug Ciampa, but he stomps him immediately and says, next week, the ring will definitely not be a safe place for you. Uh, and then he shoves Joe before exiting the interview, but Gacy just keeps grinning. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, don't know why this needs to be teased, but I, I mean, it seems like they got plans for Gacy. I, I, I'd been, uh, you know, shout out to Justin, uh, you know, definitely yep. huge, pro wrestling huge, spotlight. Yeah. Pro wrestling spotlight, big, uh, big fan and uh, good friends with me, uh, myself. But yeah, we were talking about this as the show was going on and I was like, to be honest, out of anyone that they're trying to put out there, strangely, Joe Gacy has been growing on me on a week to week basis. A little bit. I mean, his promos are decent, and I and I and I think I said it a week ago. I'm like, it was good, but just a little, little run. It ran a little long. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but I, but, I, but I enjoyed the thank you for your open mindedness. Yeah, thanks Sorry, for letting me. Yeah, yeah. I know there's a match going on. Back to your regular school. You know what I mean? It's something about it. I don't know what it is, but and he did it again. But I, I ain't gonna lie. What kind of threw me off of it was when you hit that handspring. I was like. Oh, you doing a handspring? Yeah, uh, I, yeah I, was, I, I did not anticipate yeah. that at all. And a lot of people, you could hear in the crowd, were like, whoa, where'd that come from? You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but anyways, uh, this takes ahead. us to a match, uh, only, I think, the third match of the night, which is crazy. Uh, Pete Dunn with Ridge Holland going against Cameron Grimes. This is a good uh, match. Good match. Yeah, not bad. Uh, Dune, uh, he, of course, gets <laughs> a manipulated uh, arm stomp with some joint manipulation later on. Basement drop kick to uh, Grimes' back, as well as a corner gammon Uh We do see a double knee drop to the arm as well uh, as a uh, rope bounce snap German suplex and we do see that jumping hand stomp and uh, you know roundhouse kick combo he likes to do Grimes it's a nice uh, running Herc and Rana and a sit out uh, clothesline to the corner kind of like what Miz usually does uh, we do see him hit a diving crossbody for two and that backflip deadlift German suplex which I love to see I haven't seen him do it in a while uh, yeah. usually it's part of his like heel. I had to like think about when you said it I was like wait the what oh yeah cause Vic he was even like oh we're seeing offense we've never seen before it's like no, he's done that. You just weren't working. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna say maybe you fine. weren't you weren't present when yeah. this was popping off. But uh, we do see it kind of break down where Dunn distracts the ref while Ridge tries to attack Grimes with his club. But uh, Kyle intervenes at ringside instead. He peppers Ridge with some punches and then gets hurled over the commentary table by Dunn just before he eats a PK from Grimes from the apron. Grimes attempts a cave in, but uh, Dunn catches him in a power bomb position and kind of alley oops him into the top rope, then hits a bitter end for the win. Uh, Post match, we see Kyle slide into the ring to bring the fight back to Dunn when Ridge actually headbutts him from behind. Uh, Dunn and Ridge kind of stomp out Kyle to lay him out with a northern grit like roundhouse kick combo. Uh, and uh, during the break, we see Vaughn come to the ring to help Kyle to his feet and uh, Kyle kind of begrudgingly gives him a nod before the two exit up the ramp together. So, um, and that'll kind of turn... I Actually, I'll jump to that right now because that turns into... 
a another segment, man, so many segments where they're also backstage again, and we see Kyle icing his head, and uh, Vaughn walks in saying they have a tag match against Dunn and Ridge for next week, and he says, uh, you know what, you can like it or not, but uh, he's the only one who's got Kyle's back right now, walks off as Kyle looks a little frustrated, so that's announced for next week as well. So I told you, I don't trust you. <laughs> Stop trying to force it. Stop bro. it, yeah. Uh, we see uh, Malik Blade taking on Tony D'Angelo, who's making his debut. He's had a lot of vignette stacking. Uh, we talked about how his name, I think, was changed maybe halfway through, but uh, he didn't have a not-so-bad of a showing, I will say. Uh, I mean, to be honest, coming out the other end of the show, he was probably one of the more... Um, Highlights, yeah. Yeah, I was the more discussed people you know, coming out of it. Yeah, a lot of people were, were giving him his props. They, yeah. they, they're sold on it. I mean, I hate that they keep doing going the whole yeah. Isn't he on a Saints of New York? I'm like, oh, God. yeah. I mean, they and they even say that. Like, I thought that was kind of burying a little. Yeah, bit exactly. Lacey or Lash Legend said that. Like, oh, I like him on that new Soprano yeah. show or whatever. But uh, yeah. Blade, uh, Malik Blade, he gets uh, some forearm strikes, a rebound drop kick, and he does counter an ab stretch and hits a rebound jumping spin kick as well as a uh, diving cross body. But D'Angelo, he begins the match with uh, much fanfare from the crowd. I will say, it's a running shoulder block. He does counter a running crossbody with a backbreaker, which I thought was really good. Uh, that running kind of takedown, kind of looked like a spear a little bit. And a uh, side belly-to-belly suplex, uh, which was something we saw Breaker do not too long ago, which kind of signified, you know, which family tree he was barking from. But uh, we do see the finish where Tony hits a Northern Light suplex and floats over into a snap-swinging fisherman suplex for the win. Uh, he's got to watch out with that because he definitely landed on the crown of his head, I, w- I would uh, suggest, like the Forget way he, about he hit it. that uh, Northern Light. But yeah, not a not a bad. Uh, no, because at first it. I was like, did he hit him with the front flip DDT? Yeah, right. It, and then I was like, oh, 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 North and Lo- oh, okay. And he's picking him back. Up. Oh shit, what was oh one yeah. two three? That was it. <laughs> like, exactly, man. Uh, we get a backstage segment with a uh, Trick Mellow. I guess is what they're being called. Trick. Trick, uh, Trick says that they came out on uh, came out on top of the scrap earlier that night. Uh, well, I, which I don't really agree with. Uh, while Mellow notes that they finessed their way into a tag title match without using uh, his contract, which I thought was a good point to make. Uh, Mellow says he really doesn't miss. While Trick says that they bad about it and. When it comes to fighting for the belts, uh, they're down. Uh, they're down for any kind of scrap, apparently. And they end by saying, "You're looking at the uh, champ, champ, and future champ, and that's all it is, and that's all it's going to be." You know, you, you got to have a belt first. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to realize Melo keeps treating that that contract as a guaranteed title. I, I so. do like their presentation. I will yeah, say, I will. Yeah, I mean, so. we, we talked about him in the Nexus 2.0 thing. So exactly, you know, yeah. For, yeah. Uh, we get to uh, Mei Ying taking on Indy Hartwell with Persia Parada. I'm just uh, never going to get over her having just regular matches now. I'm sorry. It's yeah, just who, so Mei Ying? Yeah, it's just Yeah, crazy. it's kind of weird. And I was thinking how weird it is that, you know, Johnny, you know, without Austin or Johnny or Candice, it's like Indy's kind of got to do her own thing, you know, and it's kind of weird to see that right now. But Yeah, uh, without, I mean, they, they otherwise would have normally put that on film, right? Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> like, just such a big part of her presentation prior, you know, it seems like she crescendoed with the Garganos with the wedding and then had the little honeymoon thing. And I, I just yeah, don't I, know. I, I hope she didn't I, peek at the wedding. Yeah. You know, yeah. cause I, cause she can go. I've been yeah, I no, watched she's, for a while, she's but really Ray is pregnant now. So, you know, and Parada, I, I feel like came out of nowhere, but Indy does fit the aesthetic of what they're looking for in NXT. Yeah, she's, she's young. She's, she's tall. She's got a good stature. She, you know, what I mean, and, and she got personality. So I think she's got nothing but high hopes uh, for her future in NXT. I think, you know, what I mean, yeah, I mean, they're playing up like they know each other from uh, prior, yeah, to being here. So I mean, 
Yeah, but yeah. you know they don't like keeping the they, mossies they, together. They they <laughs> they both got height though, which is uh, yeah. It's it's you know they're both very athletic. They're really yeah, good definitely. at what they do. So I'm interested to see how they work as a team. To be definitely. honest, uh, May Ying she hits a arm ringer flip and an axe kick uh, early on. Hits a, a nerve hold as well as a ripcord forearm smash, which I f- was very surprised we didn't hear a bullhammer call on commentary. Uh, Indy hits a back to back shoulder block attempts, but Ying is basically unfazed, and we get to a point where you see May actually. Locking the tongue in death grip. Yes, I'm calling it. Uh, they're not. That's not what they're calling it. But they're not calling it anything. So uh, she uh, gets the death grip and she causes Indy to fall through the ropes. But Ying is able to tumble out with her and maintain the hold. And then she thrusts oh, that's her. Dope. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And uh, she thrusts her back first into the post. Uh, then she backs up and she goes for this running boot. But Persia actually shoves Indy out the way and takes the bullet before Hartwell then shoves uh, Ying from behind face first into the post. And then she rolls her into the ring and hits. That springboard elbow drop to her back. Savage. <laughs> yeah, for the win. And uh, post match, we see Persia join Indy on the ramp and she kind of sells the boot while Mei Ying sits up taker style. They kind of, you know, sell that that was just like a fluke, you know, but Indy doesn't seem to care much because all she's doing is like Making putting sure, her yeah. wedding band back on her finger and kissing it. So I was just like, oh, which is okay. weird that we don't see Dexter yeah. at all. I mean, this they, week. well, they, she kept saying that, you know, he needed a week off. Ah, uh, okay. That's what they kept saying, uh, you know, because we went, the, we went through the whole pack. Yeah, basically, you know, so. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, uh, we do see backstage segment briefly with Last Legends. She's having a meeting uh, with her PR team about how next week's show will be, you know, uh, better than last week. And Tony D'Angelo walks in. Uh, he suggests having him on the show will put more eyes on it. And uh, she tells him she'll think about it before suggesting last week's show is what shut down social media this week. Yeah. And she kind of <laughs> just continues to laugh at her own jokes and stuff. No, I, nothing I'm, of substance. I'm really. trying to stay open-minded. I know what I said before, and I think you're the one who, who uh, put me on to the fact that she's former WNBA uh, talent, right? So that definitely, again... Or she had a chance to be drafted. She never uh, elaborated on it. But it's still, still, uh, it piques my interest. So I I just want to see the in-ring. Yeah. And then, you know, because the TV show thing, it's been done before. Definitely. And a lot more shows haven't even lasted more than one episode Shout out to Sami Zayn. Um, And then Corey Graves had one, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. It's just, you know, like, so I kind of want to see something different. Um, But, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. No, you're good. Uh, And just to keep you guys up, we got uh, three three more uh, segments and the main event as well as some match announcements. But uh, uh, Diamond Mine Vignette. I didn't write down anything because I was just honestly impressed by this. Yeah, this was great. I thought it was probably the best piece of business, a produced piece of business. Yeah. This week, it felt real. It felt like it was recruiting you. It felt like you wanted to better your life and join this team of elite talent and athletic ability you know what i'm saying like even you know showing everybody from the coach giving showing people his J- japan wrestling history which i thought was very something good, on point. it, sh- it should have been established maybe from before yeah. but i'm glad that they actually took time to actually do it exactly you know i mean and, Go- and, and, yeah and going down at all the members and not making anyone feel better than the other they all felt uh, not just I- integral to like just the presentation and, and the synergy of the group, but they all felt like you know they were big, you know, individually pet projects. You know, what I'm saying like, yeah, he, he was talking about the the brothers, were they the Brutus and Julius? Yeah, yeah, I can't uh, uh, Creed. Thank you, thank yeah, you, the yeah. Creed brothers. Like, they're, they're my favorites, but don't tell them that. Yeah, <laughs> Hon- like, yeah. Honestly, I thought it was remarkable execution. I even left out. She was like, "Oh, will you give me the green light to go off on the whole women's division? Why the hell not?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, no, like, I, this was real good for for uh, 
um, Malcolm as well. Yeah, so. de- definitely good. Uh, next, we get an in-ring segment. Raquel Gonzalez, uh, she wastes no time. She comes out, calls out Mandy, uh, asks if her hair dye has seeped into her brain because it doesn't seem like she's realized who she tried to jump last week. Uh, says Mandy has been making waves for a month while she's been dominating the division for nearly a year and says the belt is not a fashion accessory. It means you are the best female in the best division of this business. Says the next time Mandy touches her title, she won't be posing for the gram for likes she'll be posing for a body cast and of course this brings out toxic attraction they interrupt mandy or they interrupt with mandy saying uh she used to admire raquel's strength tenacity and ambition but now she sees her as a desperate champion who knows her reign is coming to an end she says toxic attraction is taking over and uh, not even an unstoppable raquel gonzalez can stop them uh Gigi says that their championship material jc says they're the new faces of nxt 2.0 and are bound to hold all the gold and uh, you know Toxic begins to surround the ring Nexus style ready to pounce uh, when EO and Zoe slide into the ring and make the save to chase off the heels Uh, and wasn't sure how I felt about this I kind of could see this coming eventually on the show uh, because it seems like it's like Oh, it's it's all the new blood. Versus, it's the old, yeah. You know, but it's weird because you got Zoe, yeah, who's kind of in there, stuck. Yeah, in, who, like, who, who, yeah. Arguably, you could say Zoe and Zoe and Mandy could switch places based on tenure, right? But it doesn't make sense based on their characters. So, but uh, yeah, this leads to a backstage segment with all the champions. Where Raquel basically thanks the tag champs, reassures them she didn't need their help. EO insists, "Look, I don't like them more than she. I don't like you." Basically, uh, Zoe tries to get a, a positive note going when Indy and Persia walk up and remind uh, you know uh, Zoe yeah yeah, yeah, the Zoe and EO that uh, Toxic Attraction isn't the only team interested in a title shot Uh, Raquel leaves uh, to let them all chat as Zoe reminds Indy it's who uh, it's her it's her team who they beat to win the titles in the first place Uh, but Persia insists that there's fresh blood in the water this time around EO tells Indy the only gold she'll be wearing is what's on her finger and uh, Persia I guess she has loot earrings so she says and what's on her ears which spells it really just, flat. It felt super. I felt yeah. bad for her. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she just exits with Zoe at this point. Because yes. Zoe's like, yeah, that's right. Come yeah. on, let's go. I'm like, yeah. oh, God damn it. Yes. Swap your like, jewelry. He's, he's like, you want to talk about the most dominant champion? That's who that's, who that's supposed to be. Yeah. Exactly. Talking about man, you know what I mean. Uh, but uh, this takes us to match announcements uh, already added to the uh, NXT. Uh, I, I want to say takeover, but I guess event Halloween Havoc October twenty sixth Tuesday. It's going to be Tommaso Ciampa defending Goldie oh, it's on TV? for the first time. Yeah, against uh, Braun Breaker. Yeah, man. Uh, next week we have Kyle O'Reilly teaming up with Von Wagner, as we said, uh, going against uh, Pete Dunn and Rich Holland, the bad lads, as we like to call them here on the Quincy Jones Show. Uh, we got uh, Tommaso Ciampa taking on Joe Gacy as well. And if Gacy wins, he will be added to the title match at Halloween Havoc that we just talked about. And, of course, the NXT North American title match, Isaiah Swerve Scott taking on Santos Escobar. That that match better main event, bro. Yeah, we'll see, man. <laughs> it's, I mean, isn't that the only championship match on the card? Yeah, that's what would make sense. But, I don't know, NXT is weird. They'll go, this yeah. match is coming up next. And then but they, show the, you, they show somebody making their entrance. <laughs> then they go to the commercial. Yeah, and then they come back. And there's backstage segments. Oh, here it comes. It's like, what the... Like stop threading. It's, it's on the way. Yeah, it's so <laughs> it's, weird. We're gonna make you watch until it shows up. Like it's all right. We get it. But uh, we, we get to the uh, main event, fatal four way elimination style for the tag team titles. We have Briggs and Jensen taking on Trick Mello, taking on the 
grizzled young veterans taking on the reigning champs, MSK. Uh, for Trick Mello, they get a, uh, we see Mello hit that springboard sit-out lariat they likes to do. Uh, we also see a double shoulder block, an assisted springboard leg drop he likes to do, but we see Trick kind of assist him right during picture-in-picture. Uh, picture. From Trick, we get a nice jumping clothesline, and a, uh, a, a, we get a pump kick from Mello before they're actually eliminated by MSK because MSK hit them with the end transmission to eliminate them early on. Uh, GYV also get eliminated by Briggs and Jensen, but before that happens, we see a short arm clothesline from Gibson, a uh, diving dropkick flatliner combo, which I love when they hit. And they actually hit Nash with the ticket to Mayhem, but Briggs was the legal man, so that was the kind of like the confusion there. And uh, Briggs and Jensen, uh, the way they actually got um, uh, GYV out was they hit him with a choke slam and a sit-out powerbomb combo, which I've not really seen because it looked like it was like a shoulder type of po sit-out powerbomb. You know what I'm saying? Where he could still grab him. It, it, it was like definitely innovative, and I will say they got a lot of big um, uh, tag team offense that I didn't expect to see from guys this size because from them we get a uh, big inverted atomic drop from Jensen, a uh, double jumping shoulder tackle from them both, as well as a double big boot, and we see a uh, running uh, or a rushing leg sweep and a running big boot combo, sort of like uh, the was it last chapter? Was it is, is like a rushing leg sweep, but a clothesline? But uh, yeah, but they, but, they, but did, they did it with a big boot. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say with the big boot. It was uh, I liked it though. Yeah, and they had a nice uh, big spine buster on West Lee, but I can't give it too much props because West is definitely smaller than those guys. So who knows? Because don't get me wrong, they, they kind of move like the Harris brothers a little bit. You know what I mean? But I don't know if it's just because they're bigger than everybody in the match. Uh, MSK they hit their uh, whole Instaguri stomp combo. A, uh, we get a nice tope senton from West to trick Mello early on before they get eliminated. We see a deadlift German suplex by. Nash, as well as a uh, PK and a standing shooting uh, star press. And uh, we see a triangle moonsault as well to GYV on the outside from Nash. We see it break down where Briggs and Jensen lift up West for their finish, sort of like what they did at GYV. But before they could finish, uh, we see Nash blitz Briggs right through the ropes, gives Nash enough time to counter Jensen's powerbomb with a Frankensteiner pin for the win, which was a little lackluster, I will say. And it seemed like the crowd wasn't with that finish at all. You know, because it seemed like they just survived, which they did, which if, if that's what they were trying to tell in terms of story uh, storyline, I think they did that well. But I also didn't understand because the last time they defended these, I thought they could have dropped them, too. And we talked about that. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it's been a while. Like, yeah. I mean, I think the I mean, crowd's kind of over beat, it. They beat like, everybody, you know, but yeah, well, mean, not everybody. And I'll get to that. We see post-match, Briggs and Jensen actually snatch the belts from the ref, and they have a brief stare down with the champions before they actually hand it back to them. And they kind of pat them on the chest, like in a, okay, well, maybe not this time, but next time kind of way. And they start exiting the ring. Uh, and just as MSK begin to celebrate their victory, they're actually attacked from behind by Imperium, who uh, they hit their spinebuster PK combo before Briggs and Jensen run them off as Wade highlights about 20 seconds too late, which I will agree. Uh, the champs kind of stare down Imperium on the ramp uh, with Briggs and Jensen in the ring with them, but they uh, you see them kind of sneak occasional looks at the titles as well just to end the show. And uh, yeah, that was NXT 2.0 this week, man. So... Let then, it out, my dude. Let it out. I mean, I, I do have some uh, some notes actually on also uh, with the Soul Eater situation. And uh -huh. Because what a lot of people didn't know is that, you know, this is, this is the name is uh, Harland... Hold on. Oh, it's just Harlan now. I guess it used to be a, a, a first name too, but not anymore. Yeah. But this is what he used to look like. I'm showing you right now. He head full of hair. Oh no, I seen him. I know. You know, but yeah. but you know what they told him? What? 
oh, we got to shave your head because you look too much like Brock. And then and, Brock and, and, shaved his head and put it in a ponytail. <laughs> well, but I'm even thinking, oh, yeah, let's, you know, you look too much like Brock with the tattoos. Yeah. So we're going to have you shave your head and be like Killer Cross with the tattoos. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I didn't even think about that. I mean, they, I was thinking they, I was so weird. Like, they, I'm like, he should just got a fade, if anything. If he well, I mean, to, like, at the same time, I'm not looking at him and thinking, oh, man, that's that's Brock Jr. Only I mean, people who were calling him that made you think that. You I, know mean, what I mean, don't get me wrong. He, he, he has like this facial expression, these facial expressions that remind you of Brock. But once you see the tattoos, you know he's not Brock. Brock is not uh, tatted out like that. Yeah. He's yeah. not yatted out like that. And, and then yeah, uh, I, I brought it back. Another, uh, uh, what's it called, note I had. Uh-huh. Uh, I heard that the decision to bring up Hit Row mm-hmm. was a Fox decision. Oh, okay. They, quote, wanted to make the show hipper. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I was like, I mean... Uh, I mean, I was watching every week. I don't think y'all need had a problem in that department, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I watch it for them too. Uh, you know what? Last week's price is not this week's price. It's not, but you know, yeah, I did. I'm, 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 I'm gonna get this out quick, man. Yeah, go ahead. Because no. again, I try to watch this man, and it's like I, I, Trust I'm like me, this. I had to take notes on it. So, and, and that's what I was gonna know? say. Like, I don't at all envy you having to take notes and try to keep it just straight. You know what I mean? Just tell because it's like. That's why I keep. I be watching spots, stuff, man. I be watching stuff, and I'm just like, dude, why do they do that? Like, why? What are they doing? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, well, I mean, in this episode in particular, like, the whole thing with Tommaso coming out with the Halloween Havoc, that was dumb. Why are you asking who has the balls as if it hasn't been Steiner knocking mm-hmm. at your door the yeah. last couple of weeks and getting in your face? Well, you never know. I mean, they might be trying to wait on that just to you know make it a money match, make it a transitional. Uh, moment for NXT, you know what I mean? So, but I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, it just was weird. I was like, so to anyone, I'm like, to anyone, like it's, we're not supposed to think it's going to be a breaker coming out? Well, I mean, I'll be <laughs> honest with you. I thought maybe Joe was going to come out. Oh, that would have been kind of cool. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, yeah that would have been kind of cool. Because he did say, that. I will come to collect. <laughs> yeah. That's what he said. Yeah, uh, we'll see. I mean, uh, you know, then again, you know, last time they did this to him, he had a poncho on, so I guess he's better coming out this end. Yeah, yeah. Word. Um, but uh, th- this is what I'm gonna just say about the NXT product right mm-hmm. now. Um, and it may be just me because I'm in, you know, totally still embedded with the stuff that made it cool. Yeah. Um, which that brought us to the dance, and, and it's kind of hard to be like, well, it's not that anymore. When when it's when it first started becoming an actual serious product. That's what it was. Yeah, the Sami Zayn's, the Tyson kids, the Nevilles, yep. the the, uh, the Bo Dallas's, the Tyler Breezes. Yeah. yeah, like all these guys that were like, I mean, and, and I may have missed Andrade, it. Andrade, Drew, Bobby. Well, Rude. even before I'm yeah. thinking about like like the like when they first had the very Cesaro, first you yeah, know yeah. our you know takeover and our arrival and all like yeah you know what I mean like Kevin Owens started and it was really great you know and and I may have missed it when you said this last week but I, I mentioned to you like it's like they traded in the work rate matches for just the character work yeah. Because now it's like we're getting these like two minute matches from people, and it's like I, me personally, again, this is just me. I can't feel like I, I don't feel like I can invest in people who I think and come off still a little bit green. I do enjoy the vignettes. At least they're doing their best to give us a glimpse of who these guys are. Mm. At least a few of them, like D'Angelo. Um, but they just keep doing enhancement enhancement matches and particularly pushing Breaker as the new chosen one and. Pretty much pushing toxic uh, attraction, attraction as yeah. like they're the only women in the division, and it's like I'm not nothing against them, but you know you guys keep talking about new faces and new this, but it's like you guys are clearly focusing, obviously focusing on on certain people. You know what I mean? I mean um, pushing yeah. them kind of like like 
like uh, shout out to Justin. He had said like, yeah, it looks like they're you know they keep shouting out they want all the gold. I think they're going to push him to that. I'm like, yeah, but oh, yeah, they're yeah. still green or not. And, and and when I say green, I mean in the sense of the the WWE style. Yeah, you know what I mean. Some of them you can still see making indie mistakes. Like I will say, JC works pretty well. Gigi, yeah, it's, I think I'm up and down more, with Gigi. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's times where she works well, but it's like she's bumping well versus offense. You know, but yeah. And, and let me uh, correct myself. I said Soul Eater. It's actually yeah. Soul Reaper. Oh, okay. But even then, like you know. Um, with Parker, right? Or, yeah. Or, or um, yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. I mean, all I wanted to say, uh, besides the fact that uh, Von Wagner looks like Chuck Palumbo and Great Collie's love child, I'm telling you, man, um, is well, I think that's what I say. He looked like Caucasian uh, uh, Ali. Uh, uh, what's his uh, Kali? Kali, yeah, that's I think the first time I saw. Him, I was like, who is this? Dude? I was like, because I saw him, I was like, dude, what, what, it's, you know, it's, it's the skull. It's, it's the Facial, it, it, but I'm structure. like, I'm like, yo, you can legit with your height audition for like Frankenstein's monster. For but something. you know what's crazy is he is in the ring during Rhea Ripley's title win against Baszler in NXT. Like he's I one of the people. Oh, I just yeah, because there are NXT faithful in the ring, but he is literally on the ring apron, and I'm like, yo. How long has he been in the system? Like, what the hell? How long ago was that? That's, like, yeah, that, that is kind of crazy. Yeah, man. man. Um, but yeah, the last thing I'll say is this. Um, keep, I'm, I'm gonna keep it, keep it cool, right? Mm-hmm. All right. I feel like if you didn't already re-sign a new contract, Dune, get drafted, Holland, Hit Row, Ali, Zaya, and Theory, or fit into this new aesthetic and creative direction, age, body type wise, they're gonna slowly start releasing the old guard of NXT. Mm. Uh, granted, they need to keep some around to help build and put over the new talent that they want to invest in, but I don't know how creative is going to book them going forward if the focus is the new talent. I can see them maybe keeping Kyle, and I think they've invested too much in the diamond mine to get rid of Roderick, but I'm pretty sure this may be truly an end of an era. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I felt like that once 2.0 began, it's not just the look the talent, the feel. It's I mean, once you hear, hey, we don't want guys that quote unquote already had a household name or or a buzz before they got here. It's which like, is how you build a program, by the way. You get people or, you know, like when, when you're building a TV show, you want to get a front runner of somebody that's been on TV so people have a reason to tune in and get related to that character or whoever it is you're trying to represent. And I think you know that's I'm where like, I'm having a problem getting that connection because I feel like I can't really. There's no one here. Yeah. Relate. Like, and, and, and I told you off, cam- off uh, the mic, I'm like, granted, there were a few over-the-top kind of characters you had to get used to after they – figured out what was working for them and they trimmed off what yeah. didn't. Yeah, they and, and like, 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 like a Kona you know. Reeves or whatever. But I also feel like this is kind of, I don't want to say it's regressed, but this reminds me of when we had to find NXT or FCW like on online. Yeah. And, and we're looking yeah. at like this unofficial Which website I'm sure of they're gonna who go is back. Enzo Amore and who is yeah, Eric we, Redbeard and who are these people. Know, yeah. Like, and but who's see, Johnny but, Curtis? Right. And, but but like, when you look at it though, or Mike Dalton, which is Tyler Yeah, Brito, yeah. But when you look at it, like I remember you remember how we felt like the it, you saw the character coming out of the You of got the it, graphic. you got a kind of an idea. Yeah, of right? like I wonder yeah. what you know, or here's another one. Uh before he was Adam Rose, fucking Kruger. Oh, Leo Kruger. Leo Kruger. Yeah, that was that's a good like one. a headhunter, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it feels like it's kind of going back to those roots. I just That's why I feel like too. It, it, and I'm not mad at that, but I also feel like isn't that why we got past that though? 
You know what I'm saying? Because I just feel like it's kind of dumb to think, well, let's chase off the guys like Champ or Gargano who, yeah, maybe they had a little buzz when they showed up from Evolve, but like definitely you guys made them stars, in my opinion. NXT yeah, no, made I, I would Gargano 100% stars. say that. So it's like if yeah. you're going to let them go... It's kind of like, or even, you can almost argue Kevin Steen was made a star in NXT. Don't get me wrong. He was great in ROH, but there was only so much he can do it's, in it's that system. It's up and down for me. At that time. It's at up that for time, me. Because he wasn't there that long either. Yeah. No, remember, yeah, yeah, you know, right. As NXT champ, he, he went and fought John Cena. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, so. but ROH wasn't going to do that for him. Yeah, you know true. What I mean? So I, I think that's why I say it's like, yeah, you're right. There is, a, Or even a Samoa Joe. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if you could say he was a bigger star because he got over on his own at TNA. Yeah. But it's like some of these guys made you tune in, though, you know? Yeah, and it's I mean, like, and, and even if they were just there to help the product, like, you know, just yeah. be a familiar name for you to want to tune into the product. And, Which I is kind of what TNA did, but yeah. they didn't get older talent. They got younger guys who... The internet marks. Well, they or, did or get older guys after a were, while. But, yeah, yeah, a little bit, but they got guys that people that rang bells. The Roger Strong's, the Kyle O'Reilly's, the oh, Adam AJ Cole's, Styles, Amazing know, Reds. Yeah, because yeah, when they got Adam Elix Cole, I remember feeling like, oh wow, like NXT is is something new. Because oh, you're it, talking it, about yeah, yeah. I'm it was it wasn't surprising to get an Andrade or a Drew McIntyre because Drew. Was used to the has been in a WWE system before, so it's like you kind of knew he was just passing through. Bobby Roode, you kind of knew he was just passing through. He was a star, like you know, and they even kind of messed him up. You know what I'm saying? But it's it, that's that's my deal. You know what I mean? So it's like it's crazy to think like they were like, you know what, this isn't working anymore, and it's like, but it is though. You know, what I mean, why from we from in, like from a fan. Yeah. Standpoint, yeah, there's a hundred percent a great and, and that's that's the thing I was talking to with Flow Show. It's like, is this new format drowning out or otherwise pushing away, whether in, intentionally or not, the, the diehard fan base. Yeah, the loyal because, Yeah, you know because I mean? if because we don't have someone there we like you like you said, if you take away all the familiar faces, maybe they keep Kyle, maybe, right? But then you got Braun and it's like, so are you just hoping that the laps fans that are watching just kind of know the fourth wall, like, oh, he's a Steiner. Like, is that what you're hoping uh, yeah, on? Or it's, not? It's, then what am I supposed to gravitate to? What am I supposed to grab onto? Because Joe Gacy's intriguing, but I'm not invested in his character. You know what I mean? Tony D'Angelo is curious, you know. Entertaining. Entertaining, yeah. but I'm not invested right away. You know, so it's like, it, I can't just, you can't just expect us to care because there are characters. And like, hey, here's a new character. Are you keeping yeah, track of the characters? Like, that's and, how it feels. And, like. and it's, it's also... It's weird. I mean, it's not weird because the character thing, that's that's Vince 100%. Yeah. Right? I mean, and Bruce, back in the, I would say, too. Yeah, since back in the golden era, like, the, you know, the, the plumbers, the, you know, the cowboys, mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. The, the the repo guys, the the guy from jail, you know what I mean? Yep. They, they had all this stuff, but then, like, you know, then we had this new spin on things where we can kind of modernize it, but then it's like, yeah, why are we regressing back to that? And this is going to be the Western tag team, and then this is going to be... The the the, mm-hmm. the guy you know it's it's, it's going to be the, the mob guy and then we go, you know it, it's it's yeah it's like yeah yeah it's like it, yeah I get what you're saying when you said well, I didn't think what you I didn't get what you said about Western but you mean yeah like the redneck tag team oh yeah with well, the, these guys love yeah. to fight the, yeah. yeah it's like They're it's bar, like bar okay. fighting we, we've red, seen examples yeah. many examples of all these before in different forms so, yeah. so I'm like. Okay, this is, but it could be because of the fact that they don't come from wrestling background, so they do got to spoon feed them fundamental like that. Yeah, but you know what's crazy to me is why was Legato not included in in that fatal four way? They're both young. Shit, I don't know. Maybe they're not. Uh, maybe they're not ranked. I mean, I think they're the last person that they defended them against, yeah. right? I mean, because they kind of got a better tag division now. 
you know, in terms it's of getting like, there, yeah. you know what I mean? Like numbers wise, but I don't know. But you know, it, it's, yeah, it is. I don't know what they're going to do with 2.0. To me right now, it is exactly what it's been showing with just paint on a canvas. It's still like, like it's, it's still, still like a pilot stage for me. Yeah. So it's, we'll, we'll really see. Is. We'll see. I mean, and, and I got it, hope for it, but I, I, yeah, it just feels like it, it's just, you know, like we said, it's. Uh, a place that used to be about work rate, then promo, and then your character. If you know, as a, as like a padded third layer, and now it's just kind of like character first. Hey, care prom- about this person? Promo, and <laughs> you got to finish. All right, we'll figure it out. Yeah, but you know. So, anyways, we're gonna pay some bills. Uh, yeah. I know that we had a kind of a longer first, first half, yeah. but I mean. Sorry, I had to get it out. I just had to get it out. I mean, they packed a lot. I'm telling you, it was segment yeah, you're right. this week, and I'm not mad at you, you know, expressing yourself because. Um, I used to feel the same way when you had to take notes for for Dynamite because I was like, man, he's, he's got all that flip flop flip do and all that stuff that he yeah. gotta include, and that's why I About think I, I, I turned into a <laughs> into just okay, let me do notable spots in the finish. So that's yep. kind of I think yep. a better system for me. But yeah, man, uh, we're gonna pay some bills real quick, and then we're gonna get into AEW Dynamite. The following announcement has been paid for by the Twin W.O. Yo, what's good? It's the hip-hop hybrid, Doc Lesnar. Hey, yo, it's Quincy Jones Go from the Quincy Jones Show, a.k.a. The, the Mega Towers. Towers. And we're just here reminding every single one of you guys to go check out my brand new video right now, World's Greatest Tag Team, Hot Tag, produced by my cousin, Awesome Beats. Featuring yours truly, Quincy Jones Go, available right now on YouTube, keyword Doc Lesnar. And that, my friends, is undisputed. And you know we got three words for them. Top guys out. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> this dude out here, this dude doing wilderness calls with the Yerp. Yeah, you know, you gotta. <laughs> it's Yerp season. Holla at me. Or as Warlow would say, you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it'd be if more. You know, you it's, know. it's Jay Uso actually. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. No, you're right. I was just thinking about what Wardlow did to Marco this week. He, so. he yeeted the fuck out of Marco. Yeah. I just want to say, if you ever go for office, I will vote for you, Wardlow. Uh, we'll talk about the bias later. <laughs> uh, anyways, we start off lighting the fuse. Yes. Yeah, we do. Yep. Yeah, we did. And, it, and it's lit, so now let's here here it comes. Dynamite. <laughs> it's the dynamite. Um, and uh, obviously when the dynamite <laughs> when it comes after the dynamite, the boom <laughs> super elite, which I guess that's their new new name. Did they ever go by the super elite? Uh the super elite was I remember if the, I correct was was when it was Cole, Omega, and the Bucks. I always thought that was the all star team. Oh, maybe that's when they had Cody with them for the five men. You know what? This is what's so crazy to me, too, and I, I don't want to jump on, on your review, but no, I was yeah. doing some cleaning earlier. I was going through uh, old, like, wardrobe, and I saw my Team Cody shirt that I wore to Supercard. Back in the day. Yeah, the team, you know? team Cody versus Team Omega. Right, and yeah. it's crazy to think that, it you know, it kind of reminds you how deep Cody was into the Bullet Club, and, like, even to the point where that storyline was so prevalent, and Bullet Club is fine, and it was split Dude, down the Dude, the FTR middle. stuff is, I mean, he was there for the FTR yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know, the, the, and so it's kind of crazy to think, like, look at them now, and, and you know, he's not even sad, in, in the equation. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to act bit, like I know, but you're. it's kind of... Yeah, it just had me thinking, but yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, go ahead, man. I, no, I feel you. I hate that. 
But anyways, he's, he's just hit the, and then he hits. He's he's just do that joke all the time. Yeah, I was about to say even the ear thing where With he could just mask. Heard, he could just hear it through walls and all through all oh, the other yeah. side of the arenas yeah. and shit. Um, he, I mean, dude, he he led the uh, the, the the army, the the Bullet Club the army thing. Yeah, it's, I mean, he was it a was big, Ontario. He but, was a know. big part of why I got. I went back to rewatch the entire beginning of BTE to get to that point because I want to know. When he got in, and it, I'll be honest, a lot of his spots got got me, you know, started popping me. That's why I started watching. But no, he, you know, it was, yeah, like I said, it's one of those things Sad, where you're like, what, what do you mean they don't talk no more? Yeah. For- uh, Super Elite, Kenny Omega, Adam Cole, Young Bucks uh, versus Brian Danielson, Christian Cage, and Jurassic Express. Um, you know, we were talking about it earlier. There's too many god dang flippy dudes, so I just kind of stuck to. Pretty much the main vein of the story that was being told here. Sure. Uh, Christian Cage gets taken out of the match pretty early. Uh, Luchasaurus hits a standing moonsault on the outside, and the Jungle Boy also hits uh, the over-the-top Hurricane Rana on Nick Jackson, taking him out to the outside as well. Matt follows up with the Wrecking Ball drop kick on Jungle Boy, but Brian takes out Matt with the suicide dive. Kenny then knocks down the bowling pins with the Terminator Tope, but of course not to be outdone. Adam Cole teases the dive, mm-hmm. but stops short with the Adam Cole Bay Bay Plus, and this is what I was talking about. If you know, you know. The little shout out to Kevin Steen. I don't know if you noticed he did the double oh, arm shake, yeah, double arm shake curtsy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. How many times you can't tell me what you know? You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Since I saw that, I'm like, oh, okay. Saying hi to an old friend, Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. Oh, <clears throat> sorry. Just greatness just, wow. just blocked up here. You know. Anyways. Uh, at one point, all four men try to help lift Luchasaurus for Omega. They hit a sit-out powerbomb, but timing was way off, and they totally botched it. I, I was arguing with myself. I'm like, do I say they totally botched Yeah, dude. I, even though I liked them, I got to say they fucking botched it. It yeah. is what it is. Oh, you're talking that powerbomb thing? Yeah, because if it yeah. was someone else I didn't like, I would have like, that's fucking idiot. You know, but Well, I, that was the only thing I felt bad, because uh, we didn't even mention this. Uh, our, you know, Obviously, our continental cohort, uh, the... Uh, Mar- not marvelous, magnanimous. Uh, Mark McFly He's marvelous too. Was uh, and marvelous. Yeah, he was there in person in Philly, baby. Uh, so I felt bad about that spot. I was like, ah, he had he had to watch that. <laughs> he probably you know, he, he's critical. Well, you know, he's but critical. I, the reason I laughed though is because he did say, yeah, I got fucking hammered at the bar and went straight to the yeah. Uber. So I know if that was the first match. He's like, what the fuck was that yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the best case scenario. <laughs> Drunk Mark is awesome. Oh, love, yeah. Yeah, love, yes, he is. Love uninhabited Mark. He he just lets it flow. Uh-huh. Uh, anyways, finish comes when the Bucks hit the double super kick on Jungle Boy. Omega hits the Snapdragon as Adam hits the Panama Sunrise. Brian, and I think this is how, it, as far as I remember how it went down, Brian came out of nowhere and broke that up, but essentially the Super Elite hit the Super, what I call the Super Elite trigger for the Ooh, win. Oh, yeah, that shit was crazy. I was like, man. So. I was like, does it even need all that? Like, damn. But it was it was good synergy for, for, the, for the lads, I'll say. They were like, see, we are a unit, and I don't even like fucking Monster. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we had a, a backstage, or I guess a pre-tape from Moxley here, uh, obviously hyping up the... Casino ladder match, which I was like, is it just going to be casino because of the double or nothing nature of, you know, they obviously have that attached theme yeah, to see, all these. Yeah, we always talk about how, like, they like to continue that when it's They could have just called it an eliminator ladder match. Yeah, seriously. I mean, spe- I mean, but then they had the poker chip, too. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. I don't we know. Gotta, we, we can't, They're like, we what gotta, do we give? See, like, uh, and, and, and I'm saying. I'm, full I'm, use out these props, guys. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going off a uh, road here. Uh, when I do that with my universe, with 2K, uh-huh. I call the match the uh whatever championship open contract yeah match yeah, or open contract yeah. 
So it's like, oh, he's number one. No, he just has a contract. He can cash in whenever he wants, but it's not a briefcase. Yeah. See? You know what I mean? Whatever. Semantics. <laughs> Anyways, Moxley <laughs> says I love that. he doesn't have a lot of patience these days for things you need patience for, so he's going to get straight to it. Uh, no one in AEW could pin him and that they had to bring in ladders into the equation, but asked if they think this is the very first time he's been in a ladder match before referencing them being in Philly and says he doesn't know what's going on anymore, but knows that he has a three-month-old at home that's insane yeah. and that he wants to get his <laughs> belt back. And I'm like, yo, are you Heike saying, I want to get on the road and say, fuck the house? <laughs> like, I was like, yo. I just loved it because I just think it's one of those, like, let me... So show a flash of my shoot life, you know what I mean, but still maintain my character. It's like, of course, Mox has an insane baby. Like, you know, you know who you're talking That's about. That's true. Right? I mean, when I think about it like that, I was even thinking like, he's like, I went through barbed wire, broken glass, but goddamn this baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I survived an exploding. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Yeah, uh, CM Punk came out for an interview, and mm. you know what? I, what I liked about this is he is aware. Um, of what the public opinion is, yeah. partially. Uh, and I thought he was smart to ask the first question out of his mouth is, are you getting sick of this? Yeah. Because that's, you know, a lot of people have been like, all right, well, shit. He's acting like he's like God's gift to wrestle. I'm like, where? He, you know, like he went and hot shotted himself to a world title shot. Is that, I mean, but here's the thing. A lot of people are saying that or people who don't even want to admit See him that, on, that they uh, gave up hope waiting for him to come back. You know, you're talking about people that got jaded because, you know, he left the Fed and he quit and he took the ball and went home. And then instead of coming back, he turned his back and went to UFC and then made a fool of himself. So it's a lot of those people who still think that agree. way. <laughs> I don't agree either, but I think oh, that's, oh, the oh, way, that's their narrative. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, their yeah, narrative. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that's the way they're choosing to look at it so they're just like do you even have anything to give back to wrestling like they're more like you need wrestling That's because so naive, you know your, your your legacy he is tarnished he really with, doesn't you know? though yeah money know? wise he doesn't like i don't know man it, it's weird that people have that uh stance on it but yeah, yeah. He, he did ask that but uh you know he gets into his promo uh talks about uh, how he you know he actually moved to philly uh, for a few years in his uh, early days of his career uh says he's glad he's back and remembered uh you know himself and and and, and uh oh no, i'm sorry He's glad he's back and re-immersed himself back into the pro wrestling community. Yeah. Uh, says he wants to give back and says, see, told you, he's a giver. He's a giver. <laughs> he wants to give back and says that uh, he can either buy them cheesesteaks or wrestle for them tonight, which I was like, all right. Yeah. Uh, but he ended up calling out uh, Daniel Garcia uh, for a match on Rampage. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if y'all saw this. I forgot what the name of the show was. I think it's just called Sneaker Shopping. But oh, Okay. Punk was on there recently. He just bought his first pair of Jordans, which were the breads that he had on. Oh, okay. For like, it was like over, I think it was over 1100 that, yeah. that he paid for them. So that's why I was like, you know, he referenced the pair of Jordans, you know, talking about where, you know, where he's come from to where he's at now. And then, dude, he just took them off and gifted them to that that, that young Orange Cassidy fan in the yeah. crowd. And, and we've like, seen him hey. before. He's he, he's the same one that they. I was wondering because he's the one that had the, that, that they. Was it his birthday or something? Yeah, they, or and they Cody, brought him into the... Cody like, gave him the weight belt, right? Yeah, because yeah. really early on when they were doing Dynamites, they were having a lot of fun post-show, like off-camera... Freaking uh, with the, in, Aubrey or, doing the center. And yeah, 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 exactly, <laughs> with, with, with the crowd there. So, yeah, I mean, um, no, it wasn't bad. Like, uh, you could tell whoever that guy was next to him was just, like, really trying to get the plug. <laughs> He's like, hey, but but you was looking at me when you said it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. We've seen those guys. Everyone's like... Uh, all right, well, when the camera's not on you, I'm going to fucking stab yeah. you for this shit in the bathroom. Better not leave your seat, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I told you about that before. I, I've left and came back, and my sign was gone. 
That's crazy, bro. Bro, like I put it specifically behind me, you know, with the with the stadium bleacher set or the stadium seating. Yeah, yeah. And like I went back and it was gone. I was like, and I'm looking around and I see people kind of look. I'm like, you guys are a strange kind of asshole. I don't yeah. understand, bro. Like it's not. That's I mean, insane. Yeah. You could just if, if if it was obstructing the view, just ask me to put it down. I'm Ser- not exactly. Yeah, a, I'm not exactly a non-approachable guy. You know. But seriously, man. Anyways, you know, take a shot. You know, you want a shot? <laughs> you got it. Have a taste. Get him a taste. Pick up a plate and get yourself. Some, all right. <laughs> get just nah. anyways. Are you, Ar- Blondie? No. I, I, I want to get your opinion on this one. We had an Arn Anderson Cody pre tape here, man. Mm-hmm. And I mean, people were saying after this, they're like, "How did WWF not discover that he can do this for one of their guys on screen and just let him go, dude?" You know what I mean? But Arn is a. Uh, this is what I wrote. Arn is uh, illegally on Cody's property, <laughs> <laughs> burning up some of his uh, clothes and uh, at apparel in a barrel. Mm-hmm. Um. Explaining that Cody is too into all the excesses of success outside wrestling, the suits, the reality shows, the game shows, but says that Malachi doesn't care about any of all, you know, any of that. And then even even suggests maybe we should put a just paint a star on your face and it'd be all cool. I was like, oh <laughs> yeah, shit. Man. Uh, Cody now aware. I, I, of, I audibly said, oh fuck. Yeah, I was like, where's? <laughs> I was like, oh he got he got that thing on him. He talking and, tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said, what you think this was, Cody? <laughs> um, Cody. <laughs> Cody now aware of Arn's uh, trespass as he meets him in the in the backyard. Uh, Arn asks him for his necktie. He obliges, but tells him, you know, you don't need to throw that away. Arm slaps Cody. <laughs> Like, bitch. Yeah. Give me the tie. I, I throw you away. He's like, you, you didn't, you didn't have to throw us away. Yeah, damn it. yeah, that's actually yeah. You're right. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, I didn't know if they were gonna continue throughout the night because they left it on a, on a yeah, uh, they did on yeah. a you know what they call a cliffhanger. Uh huh. Um, I like this though. Yeah. Um, More of this because um, obviously the in in I mean, the live. Reaction for Cody is not what they think it is, and there's a lot more people who want Malachi to win. Oh, dude! I mean, well, I, and not not against Cody in yeah, they, general. Like, yeah, there's speak, way more supporters know? on Malachi's side coming from yeah. coming from the tumultuous booking he yeah, had. This is his redemption, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. And they're like, "Oh, you just need to kick Cody's face off." Fuck yeah, we don't like that guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, his wife's here. Do it in front of his wife. Yeah. Do it in front of his wife. Like, like <laughs> what's gonna get? <laughs> well, we're gonna try. I think they need to move. To, oh, hopefully, somehow Malachi versus Brian Danielson. That'll be each. Dude, I mean, I, 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 I've been thinking up, about man. I've been thinking about Punk versus him. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Too. That as well, you know, the kind of the mic the tattoos, work be, the mic work. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's a lot. I mean, I'm, I'm even Darby versus him at some. Yeah, no, very know? true. Um, Bobby Fish pre-taped the hype. Uh, says he's won titles everywhere he's gone. Has wrestled in uh, front of forty thousand people at the Tokyo Dome. Um, ask how many Tokyo domes I've done in a row. No. How do you Seven. feel inside? Se- I don't feel nothing. <laughs> uh, but says that Sammy will go down as having the shortest title reign in AEW history because of him. Short and sweet. Yeah, it's all good. Good promo. Um, Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara uh, versus Bobby Fish AEW TNT Championship. Let go. Let me tell you something. Let go. This is a very enjoyable match. Yeah, it, it was. We got a Tokyo Dome applause from a shoulder block. Yeah, that's true. I was like, yo, these people are honed in to a wrestling match right now. Cornette was saying the same thing when it, Dude, I think it was Jungle Boy and Adam Cole yeah, last week. Cor- well, he, a he lot said, of those same core things they were doing this week, which he, is dude, weird even, to get out of Sammy because Sammy's a little wild sometimes. But he so. even he even gave uh, credit to the Brian Danielson, Nick Jackson match yeah, on did. Rampage he too. Did. You know. Yeah. Uh, anyways, start off trading off uh, stiff forearm shots before things pick up as the Spanish guy hits the backflip evasion and the drop kick uh, on Fish. 
Love it. Uh, Guevara tried to go for the double jump moonsault press, but Fish takes out Guevara's legs to send him crashing into the mat. Uh, Fish follows up with the Tope Atomico. It's always a classic in his uh, mm-hmm. moveset. For the near fall, Guevara with the soccer kick to the spine, but <laughs> Fish is no sells it, gets right back up and takes out Guevara with the reverse back elbow off the rebound. Uh, we go into picture in picture as Fish lands some vicious roundhouse kicks to the roundhouse kicks to the chest as well as some uh, some knee strikes and some lifts. Uh, Guevara battles back though as he hits a jumping knee to knock Fish off the apron, but Fish returns fire with the roundhouse leg trip and regains control before we yeah. come back from picture in picture. Uh, Fish tries for the Atomico again, but Salmon gets the knees up and starts to string together some offense with some running strikes as uh, Fish comes back with a roundhouse kick behind Sammy's head, hits the side-to-side suplex for another uh, near fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guevara hits a short-arm Spanish fly out of nowhere, which, I don't know, like, it's impressive, but don't hit it every match. Yeah, no, I get you. I don't think he did last match, but... Uh, or did he hit Miro with that? I don't think he did. No, I don't know. Uh, yeah, but I get what you're saying, yeah. I didn't think um, it's impressive, but I don't know if he needed to hit it on a guy like Bobby Fish. That's like, what I was thinking, too. Like, right. I mean, save it so that when you do hit yeah, it, it means something. Would, but yeah. when it's too easy for you to hit, then that's, you know, I'm not trying to sound like Big Van Vader here in the acrobatics and shit. But, you know, it, it starts to get a little, you know, creeping on yeah. that. That sub box. No, <laughs> so. it, it's one of those things where I think it becomes you start uh, doubting the difficulty of the move, you know, which which yeah. pulls apart the match sometimes. You know what I mean? So I get you. Yeah, it's, it's, we it were talking it about it choreographed. We were yeah. talking about it before. You get into a movie and they do something that just like what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're like, nope, this movie's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, Sammy climbs to the top rope, but Bobby cuts him off as he climbs to the top as well. Hits the big Avalanche Falcon arrow for a near fall. Yeah, man. I mean, I was feeling bad for <laughs> when I seen Sammy land. I'm like, I know Ooh, he's hurt. Yeah. Uh, Fish hits the buckle, what I call the buckle exploder suplex for another close win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the finish comes when Fish sizes up Sammy for a huge roundhouse kick. But uh, Sammy counter or he evades and counters into the GTH for the win. Yeah. But post match, I was wondering if, there, if this was going to bleed over because you know they're like, that's the one thing that was weird. It's like you saw Sammy. Oh, I'm sorry, you saw Santana and Ortiz were the only two from Inner Circle to come out and congratulate him when he won? Yeah. So that I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, man. I, I mean, but, but if, if that y'all same are, week, though, that was, I think, a week. Oh, that's true. Right? When, when they oh, got moved after they yeah, got, they you're got right. jumped by that all makes those sense. guys. Okay, thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you for that. Post-match, Dan Lambert, uh, men of the year and all the UFC uh, UFC, yeah, UFC slash Bellator athletes. I, I, I just put – because I don't think they're all top team, are they? They're all top team. Yeah, they but are. But just Every, various – Oh, yeah, okay. various uh, promotions. Man, that's, yeah. hey, that, that's, a, that's a monopoly that's, right there. That, that's a real uh, stable right there. They, huh? they surround the ring as they jump Sammy Guevara. Uh, Fuego Del Sol comes out for the save but quickly gets dispatched and double leg to the mat. Uh, Jericho's music hits as Jericho and Hager come out to make the save, question mark, question mark. Why did why did they come out after Fuego? I didn't understand that. Yeah, uh, Jericho, especially they already have payback to fucking throw out, dude. Like you yeah. know, or dish out. You know what I meant. Mm-hmm. Jericho and Junior Dos Santos get into it. Dot dot dot. And I can't buy that Jericho will put him on his ass. I'm sorry. It was kind of weird because to me, I can given who you know Jericho's survival fights with, and it was just a scuffle. It wasn't like let's fight standing up. You know what I mean? I hit you with, yeah. my, with the best right cross. It was but, clearly a like uh, friendly fire being returned, and it was like a you know I think they were trying to make it seem like a lucky shot. But I thought it was weird when he ran in, clotheslined someone, looked at whoever it was right there, and just 
went the other way. Yeah. Straight for yeah. you he's know, like, nope, fuck that. That's that's Hager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was I can't remember who it was. It might have been I think it was Ethan Page. Actually, he looked at Ethan Page and then yeah, opted no, to right. go after uh, the uh, who, who uh, what's his name? <laughs> like, Hager's got that. Junior Dos fuck. Santos. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I was like, what, you're which gonna, I guess was supposed you're, to sell his gonna, guts, I guess, or his yeah, balls, okay, like, but but yeah, but then again, if it's not uh, commentary to tell the story, yeah. or or be at least lightly reinforced, because I, 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 I did say thing. I guess, <laughs> a, 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 you know, I was like I said, being honest and realistic, I was like, there's always this MMA versus WWE or you know wrestler just you yeah. know argument. So I'm like, Jericho is realistically in his fifties, yep, and then Dos Santos I read is in his thirties, so it's like. Is he in his thirties yeah. only? Oh wow, crazy, right? I thought he would have been closer to forty by now. Because I, I mean, I mean he, he I could be, watch, he could be late thirties. When we were so. more uh, avid UFC watchers, yep. you know, I mean, he, he was definitely up there, you know. So. Yeah, I mean, when I think of him, I think about the Rashad Evans, the, the yeah. Brandon Silvas, like the, that Rampage, era of guys. Yeah, Vonderlay. You're talking about yeah, yeah, a dude. bunch of guys at the time. Yeah. Fuck man, yeah, that was that fun. was an era. That Shit. was that was a fun. I mean, playing the games back then. Was yeah, awesome. no, nah, definitely. Anyways, um, Lambert gets on the mic. Says Jericho has been a big deal in the business for a long time. And Tony may have all the money in the world, but says on October 16th in Miami, they will challenge Inner Circle to a six-man tag between money and the... Or I'm saying money. <laughs> when I say uh, when I see uh, MITB, I'm just like, mm. you know, uh, men of the year. Sorry. Men of the year and Junior Dos Santos, which I was like, wait, what? Versus, uh, I'm guessing, Inner Circle. Uh, I'm guessing the two of them and Sammy. It sounded like it's going to be more than six. It sounded like oh, it's really? going to be like... Four or five, like, or, or sound like it's an eight man or something. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but it seemed like, yeah, that they're gonna, you know, they're gonna have uh, Mastival or is it Masvidal? Masvidal. Masvidal. Yeah. He's gonna be like the in, in uh, the enforcer well, on the floor. Apparently. Yeah, because because for me, I was like thinking, I guess this is okay, but I mean, because you know, uh, shout out to the, through the table, they they put up a tweet asking like, you know, normally we don't kind of accept. The outside athletes into the, you know, especially when it comes to MMA and, and yeah. wrestling and, you know, asking if he's getting, a, if Dos Santos is getting a pass. And I don't know, to me, I feel like the way they executed what happened on Rampage was a little, it felt a little bit more realer than anything they've really yeah. tried to do mm. with, I mean, because when you think about like Ronda Rousey, like they had to push her to the moon because they they can't, you know, like she's a real fighter. Yeah. So for her to like not be all these women, then the people will be outraged. But then they had to push it that way. And I mean, I'll, this, what I'll say is this just, time around, it didn't feel as vicious. Um, that that knee did though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, <laughs> de- the knee did. But I, I guess I look at like Paige Van Sant. Like I think she's starting to get too comfortable in the presentation, where it's like yeah. she's coming out and like acting like a bad guy. Well, she's also of, like like but, as Cornette says, she's acting like a. Uh, a homecoming queen, and she keeps waving there to the camera every time the camera's on her. I was yeah, like, yeah, but, you're but right. Even this week, she's like trying to like you know make faces and like you know flip people off, and I just feel like she's trying a little too hard. Where yeah, she should just be just be yeah. a hard ass female because she can fight, like you know what I mean. But I think like from that and then wearing like those bright colors, it just didn't help out. Like it just felt like she was trying to be a heel. Like you she, know just, what I mean? she went so, out with some friends, and they're like, hey, we should go to this taping that I heard about. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, she just stumbled yeah, yeah. in and was like, fuck you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. So, but um, not, yeah, Jericho tried to. I mean, he at first he does respond, but the mic for whatever reason just doesn't work. I don't know what yeah. the fuck happened, and does what he does. He, he uses the s word to get his point over, as he does. Um, as he obviously needed to recoup from. <laughs> hey, shout out to Lambert though. He's like, you want you want me to say it for you? I'm like, yo, that was quick thinking. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You could tell he was on that. Speaking yeah. of quick thinking, uh, this is more on the bad side because it seems like they thought about this before they went on the air, and this is why it did not land for me. Or maybe this is just 
the the ceiling he has now because of Tony. Mm-hmm. The Acclaim have a pre-tape as Max Caster does a little bit of rap in here. Yeah. Talks about the uh, Lucha Bros uh, have the titles and, you know, basically calling them ugly for yeah. wearing masks mm-hmm. and saying that uh, Alex says, Penta says, no mas. And I'm like, all right, this is whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, I guess they have a tag team title match against Lucha Bros on Rampage, so... That's not, all this was. Not mad at it. We got to see more Lucha Bros defending their titles. So. Well, I need to see more of Acclaimed actually on TV as yeah, a team. That's yeah, Because it's true. like, I don't know how they're ranked. Uh, I mean, again, I don't watch Dark, but. Yeah. No, I get you. You know, so. Uh, anyways, from here we have Tony Schiavone ringside for a Tony Khan announcement, though he's not on the show. <laughs> mm. uh, Aubrey Edwards is out there with a belt bag, and I think we all know what this was. Um, he talks about January 5th that Dynamite will be moving to TBS, even though. I don't know why it's not the other way around. I mean, if it has to do with the time, yeah. uh, you know, NBA stuff and the scheduling. Okay, I get it. Keep Rampage at 10 o'clock. Yeah. I get it. Um, but, because, you know, obviously TBS is essentially not affected by the schedule. Yeah. Mm. Anyways. But uh, as such, uh, the move to TBS has prompted a new championship for the women's uh, division and is a new mid-card title, the TBS championship. Um, and then they say that there will be a tournament to decide the first TBS title as well. So, Yeah. Title I mean, holder. Yeah. What, what I'll say is short and sweet. Uh, I don't know if I love the design. Um, it's kind of like when they unveiled the TNT the first time and you could tell it was unfinished. Like it kind of feels a little unfinished because I don't know. I mean, I don't think it needs to be more busy in terms of like the middle of the design, but it feels a bit plain besides the blue accent. But in all, general spe- generally speaking, I think it's good to have a mid-card uh, title for a woman division because uh, I don't think it's been done before, uh, at least not by promotions that are like broadcasting on TV or what. No, like you know yeah, what I mean? nationwide. So, yeah, you know what I mean. So it's definitely the first time I've seen it done. Um, let's just hope they have the same promises the TNT uh, has turned around. Because I love the you know the weekly title matches or every other week or whatever. Now that we got two shows, you can at least catch somebody trying to get in the mix or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, that'd be good for the women because they don't get – I mean, they do get a match or two, but they don't always get representation. So. Yeah, it, it's weird because I was thinking, I'm like, their division is good because when they do get on the show, they give them like a good 15 minutes. Like yeah. the match, you know, I talk about later with, with Sheeta and, and Deeb was great. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But sometimes they only get like a a segment or like, you know, the obligatory uh, Britt Baker segment, right? Yep. Like, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it just really depends on, on the format of the show. But uh, from here we had Jim Ross sitting down with Darby Allen. Uh, pretty much calls MJF a total ass with the, uh, the you know the whole uncomfortable confrontation from last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, he asked Darby uh, to explain the face paint as Darby uh, delves into the incident MJF was making light of in terms of his uncle driving drunk that night. Uh, says he painted his, he paints his face because half he feels half of himself is dead, and says that Max uh, could say whatever he wants, but says mentally he's not going to win this war and guarantees that he's never met anyone like him. So yeah, yeah. I'm excited for this eventual clash. We'll see what they're going to do. Yeah, a lot it. of people are, are excited as well. Um, I do have something to say about later, but yeah. Well, when we get there, we get there. Mm-hmm. Darby Allen versus Nick Camarado. Uh, Darby dives on Camarado during his entrance. Uh, just put a big old laugh out loud. Uh, just fucking shotgunned the shit out of the start of this match, and the crowd fucking loves it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darby hits the springboard coffin press and connects with the running hip splash in the corner. Tries for the over-the-top stunner, but Camarado flexes on him and counters into a power slam. Continues to take control of the match with his power game before picture-in-picture. Uh, Camarado comes running like a freight train, but lands sternum first into the turnbuckle pad as Darby evades and starts to find pockets of space for a comeback. Uh, he hits Nick with the over-the-top stunner from the middle rope and then hits Love the that. coffin drop across Camarado's beefy-ass bag for the finish. <laughs> uh 
I didn't get to see what happened because it cut out on my feed. Oh. But I saw QT's in the ring, and it looked like he was uh, about to sneak Sting from behind. Yeah, he the, snuck him with, with the, the diamond cutter. But he, what happened? He did. Um, oh, he does hit it. He does hit it. I don't know because he if, got up. Don't he get was, yeah. no, no. He no sold it. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, you also got to realize Sting's actually been in the ring with DDP, so. It might have been a, t- a technical or technique issue, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> the way he dropped him is he, you know how sometimes you'll, you'll see the RKO get hit and like Big Show will fall on his side instead, like instead of like his oh, face yeah, or yeah, his yeah. stomach. So that's kind of how it came down towards the end. But he just kind of pulled himself right back up, and uh, you know Bryce is pointing, you know, behind him, and he turns around. Oh my God, you know, hits him with a chop and uh, or he hits him actually with a kick, kind of a stone cold to the dick, uh, kick, you know, because he's selling it, <laughs> like, it was, it, like, like it was low. And then he, you know, pulls his hair, does the walk around, uh, stinger death drop. You know, that that's his like new thing now. It's like, oh, I gotta send him home. Uh, you ready uh, for it, Philly? Yeah, yeah, it's showtime. Exactly, Woo! exactly. So. Uh, from here, we got a backstage with Dark Order. Uno, yeah. Uno starts in saying that he, uh, he knows he hasn't made the best uh, decisions for everyone, but says that uh, from now on, decisions will be now made via group decision, and they, I guess they vote on the voting system. Mm-hmm. Uh, they joke about uh, voting on uh, Alan Angels needing to put his mask back on, as Angel says that everyone says online that him and Silver look alike. Silver says, no way. You're bald-headed with a beard. If anything, you look like Stu. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. What is this? But uh, Anna, Anna Jake, you know, uh, gets him back straight and basically says, you know, we're on the same page, though, right? All right, cool, cool. 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 Cool, because I want to tell y'all, I wanted to uh, bring in a friend. Her name's Ty. <laughs> Are we still taking apps? Are we still taking apps? No? Yeah, what's up? Let's get back to that. Aren't man. y'all the recruiters? What the fuck? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> uh, from here, we had a uh, pretty good segment. One of the more intriguing ones that I liked for the night. Dante Martin. In ring promo, mm. um, I got to say, I didn't expect him to talk like that. I thought it, I didn't, I just, he got a voice. Yeah, he got no, a, yeah, he had a better voice than I. Than, yeah, he had a way better presence than I expected him to. But you know what? He has been uh, getting little glimpses uh, of uh, you know progress here and there, and getting mad matches. He well, he had a match against Omega what, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, he talks about it in the promo actually. Yeah, um, or, or was it the singles or that tag match? Right? Maybe it was that. T- oh, maybe it was, yeah. was it him and uh, Seidel. Yeah, I think it was the Seidels and, and him against uh, probably uh, what is it? The Elite Omega and the Bucks, probably. Probably. Yeah. But no, like see, Matt Matt's brother hasn't been wrestling with him lately because I think he's hurt. Oh, that's right. Okay. So I wonder who it was. Anyways, oh, you know, it was him and Brandon Cutler, I think, on a rampage. Uh, you might be right on that. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> says past few months he's been proving to everyone in the locker room that he's a problem and says that he was in the ring with the likes of Omega and that not only did he hang with them but he feels like he gave him a run for his money and then he uh, proceeds to put the, the, the whole roster on notice so to speak that he will fight anyone that they put in front of him at this point uh, but the lights go out and uh, Malachi Black appears which uh, I don't know where you're from but that means to get the fuck out of the way mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, he appears in the middle of the ring, confronts Dante as he spews the black miss and hits the blackout kick. As the lights go back out, Dante is now outside the ring. When they come back on, Black has the mic in his hand and says, the House of Black accepts. And I was like, well, I, I think you were kind of already finished. No, I, I, love, I loved how he did that, though. It, it just kind of was like... Slightly funny, but more like, man, this dude's running shit right now. He's like, yeah, you know I don't, I, mean? I don't, I don't wait for knocks on my door anymore. I yeah. come see y'all. Yeah, I'm the, <laughs> I'm the one who knocks. <laughs> uh, Heisenberg fans, you guys would appreciate that. They don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I'm a boomer. They're like, now. what? Yeah, Jesse, who? Nah, I bet you, I bet you, Breaking Bad is like the Sopranos to them. 
<laughs> just because of the the the, the time or oh, they're dispensing. like, oh, you mean you mean Better Call Saul, right? Ah, there you go. That's what you meant. Mm-hmm. That's what not. <laughs> uh, we got a Ricky Starks in ring promo, and uh, obviously this touches on a little bit of what we were talking about earlier with the the whole cage thing. It was yeah. just kind of weird. Um, again, we got initial reports that he was coming out of surgery. Maybe it's not a huge surgery. I mean, yeah, I guess what it, I mean. I, this is this this was my uh, my source. It was Wrestle Talk. Liam Winnard. Uh, it was published a week ago, and basically it said uh, it was a, it has emerged that AEW star and former Team Taz member Brian Cage is currently out of action following recent surgery. Uh, and it was saying uh, Wrestling Observer had reported that it was due to Cage's knees having flared up after undergoing stem cell surgery, uh, which I didn't realize is a little bit more specific because that's a little, I think, less invasive than actual surgery. Uh, it's something I know that Ray Mysterio's gotten done tons of times on his knees when he needed to, you know, really bounce back from uh, injuries or uh, bruises, things like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, at the time, it, it said that there was not a timetable, um, you know, set up for his return, and it was believed it was an ACL tear. But I guess I was wrong. <laughs> you weren't wrong. Your well, source was wrong. Yeah, perhaps. Rest, I mean, I, I'd like to think Russell Talk does a pretty good job trying to suss out any bad leads, but sometimes they get out, you know. So, by the way, how do you think that that conversation with the doctor went with Ray Mysterio? He was like. Hey Doc, I mean, like I can six foot nine, but I I just can't booyaka booyaka. <laughs> sure, I need, I need the bounce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, he's uh, like, I got I got this SmackDown commercial coming. <laughs> you seen that? Yeah, where, I where did. they're trying to surprise for his birthday. Or yeah, whatever. man. Yeah. I was yeah, I was gonna ask you about that actually. Oh, man. Uh, Stark says this. Uh, this is the same FTW championship that was built down the road in South Philly, which obviously smart move to bring that oh, out yeah. during, you know, I thought the Philly was crowd. Taz wasn't there. Um, says he has the same mindset as Taz did when he made the title mean something, but says that he's going to challenge, he was going to challenge Cage to a Philly street fight, but the, uh, for the FTW championship, but says that he didn't show up for work uh, as Cage's music hits and he's hits the ring full gear ready to beat down Starks before the rest of Team Taz uh, essentially pulls Starks out the ring for the save. I mean, yeah, it's no contact, but yeah. yeah. It was. I mean, it was kind of a nothing um, segment, and but it could have been just done just to buy time, stretch it. Yeah. I mean, I know they did that when Austin had the whole neck surgery. That's why, if you remember, he was mostly skit heavy during the invasion. You know what I mean? And oh so, yeah. So that was the way they got around it. I think Angle as well. He, he didn't wrestle as much, but I think a little bit more than Austin did. But like that's why they were doing that stuff. So, you know, it might be a, that bait and switch until someone's ready to go. Who knows, man? So, but yeah, didn't want you guys to think we were liars. <laughs> nah, man. I mean, it is what it, it is. It was a reliable source, I thought. I mean, so. it's, it's happened to me before, too, so mm-hmm. don't trip. Uh, women's division uh, comment, or I should say a few of the uh, athletes of the women's division uh, comment on the new announcement of the TBS championship uh, as we see Sky Blue, Ruby Soho, Thunder Rosa, all comment as Jade Cargill says she's going to turn the TBS title into that bitch show i'm like i ain't i ain't mad at it yeah i wasn't mad at it the only thing i was surprised the whole bitch show that sky uh blue i didn't know she was like official i know they brought her in yeah they brought her in for, yeah what was the last uh it was, was for, all out so was, I, I thought it was yeah, just for the yeah yeah, yeah you're right chicago. i thought she was just from chicago because it seemed like she got a pop so i thought they yeah she's local. definitely a home hometown girl so maybe mm. maybe he got sweet on her i don't know yeah who knows? is he married is who? tony Khan dating or is he, is i he? have no idea i was no wondering idea. about that yeah Anyways, Hikaru Shida versus mm-hmm. Serena Deeb. Obviously, uh, Hikaru got the potential uh, opportunity here to score her 50th win and being the first woman on the uh, AEW women's roster to do so. Mm-hmm. I think the first, was it Jungle Boy that got that last time? Might have been, yeah. I remember he had an award for so many wins. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. 
Um, they, but they gave him a plaque mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Ross calls BS on the fact that, uh, quote, confidence must be high since they already made the award. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I was like, word, that kind of looked like it was a giveaway. But yeah. to our surprise, it did not land that way. No. Uh, as we see Aubrey Edwards holding uh, holding the, the plaque in the air before the match starts. Both women trade holds for a bit to a stalemate. Sheeta tries for a handshake, but Deep slaps her instead. Sheeta lights her up with a 10-count punches in the corner, followed up by a step-up drop kick, and then hits the running knee lift on the outside. Uh, Sheeta grabs a chair for the step-up attack on the outside as she usually goes for, but Deep evades, hits the rope-assisted neck breaker before picture-in-picture. Picture. Uh, Sheeta hits an uh, airplane spin front headlock as uh, we're back from picture-in-picture. And uh, locks in the uh, octopus. Oh, no, no. Follows up with the diving missile dropkick. Mm-hmm. Deep then locks in the octopus hold and transitions into a, a deep tox attempt. Uh, attempt. But uh, Sheeta battles back before Deep outsmarts her with the roll up for a near fall. Uh, Sheeta kicks out, hits the running, uh, jumping knee out of nowhere, sending Deep to the outside. Uh, so Sheeta climbs the middle rope and hits a diving cross body on Deep on the outside. I thought that was a pretty yeah, cool move. Yeah, from the apron. That was it, pretty dope. It right? reminded me of like uh, stuff that, like, Ray and, and uh, Psychosis would yeah, do back, real talk, back yeah. in the Cruiserweight yeah. days. Yeah. I thought it was definitely ECWS. Yeah, was, man. Yeah. Um, but when Sheeta throws her back in the ring, Deeb hits a running shot block on Sheeta's knee and uh, lands the spinning neck breaker for another near fall. Sheeta hits the sit-out dominator, which I, I, I had to call it that because yeah, my that, boy over here. Man. Stop, drop, open up, shop. Yeah, it used to be that. It used to be on the side. There's so many different ways I try to do it because I, I would see someone else think they made it up but eh, whatever <laughs> man it's just like rocket cash yeah. <laughs> man, <laughs> man they don't know <laughs> yeah i see you johnny right. rocket y'all don't notice man <laughs> yeah. uh but yeah we got the near fall after that move and then uh, hits the falcon arrow for another near fall due to sheeta not being able to hook the leg yeah tries for the katana but deep counters and hits the spanish dragon screw as i called it but i know, I know it's called something else yeah but i was like yo i ain't seen that since no mercy seriously man uh before hitting the deep talks for a close kick out Deep, frustrated at this point, starts continuously slamming Sheeta's wounded leg and taps her out with a serenity lock and beating her. Yeah. Um, post-match, Deep is fully healing it up, uh, not allowing Aubrey to raise her arm in victory as she just immediately rolls out to the ring, grabs the 50th win award plaque, and decks Sheeta with it before leaving the ring. I loved all of this. Um, I, I loved the, the red herring. Like It literally made you think, okay, well, if they got it out there, like so she is like, – it made me go, I'm not really going to tune in as much as I would have. You know what I mean? Because it's good to see Sheeta on TV, but it's also like I loved uh, the way they set this up, the slap, the refusal of a handshake, because last week Sheeta was like, oh, I like Serena Deeb, and I respect her, and it'll be great. But S- Serena was like, yo, I'm coming to take your head She's off. She's like, yo, you know? and fuck she, all that noise. Yeah, it didn't seem like – it was like a, oh, that's what she said? Well, this is what I'm going to say. And it was clearly they weren't in the same room or there the same day to cut a promo on the other. I loved how that came out. Loved the healness. I mean, it's one of those things where you just realize not that these both are really good talents, but Deeb is really good. And it uh, makes uh, you only... think what would have happened if she just what didn't succumb to the shaved head straight edge society <laughs> I was just stuff. Gonna, because I was it's just like she say. really can go. She's really good. No, she you know? no, like I mean, I was just gonna say, like, I mean, all we need is a hair versus hair match on rampage, yeah. and then we got uh, seats planted for the next straight edge society run, you know? Honestly, and Sheeta, we know, is good. That's why she was such a dominant champion. But, like, I thought this was a really good match. Yeah, deep has been one of those ones during the pandemic where she was putting up major points. Yeah, she's cla- know, she so. was clawing to put those points up, too. And I, I just love the way it ended. 
Uh, you know, it, you totally didn't see it coming. She she ruined the the award ceremony, and then she clocks her, and it, it was she sold it well. It wasn't overdone. It wasn't underdone. I, I thought it was a good. I, I just need, I need to know how many wins she has. Yeah, in case she steals the award from her. Yeah, that could that'd be dope. Yeah, that like that'd be dope. a cool little uh, arc yeah. right there. Because like, that's the only thing is now what what she does. Like so, when she does hit fifty, will anyone care? You know, yeah, exactly. Or, or will it be on dark it's or like, whatever? It's like, well, yeah, you had know 50, I mean? but you, everyone remembers who you lost to the night you exactly. were supposed to win it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm forever going to be in your head, bitch. No Word. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we got Marvez, uh, uh, I say approaching because he didn't really chase. Yeah. Uh, Darby Allen, as he's leaving the arena. Almost uh, chased. He almost chased him. Tells him that MGF has requested a match uh, to Tony Khan against him uh, next week on Dynamite and asks if he accepts. Darby says... <laughs> Of course, you goober. <laughs> Thought he'd never ask. Uh, God, finally, <laughs> it's just like total. Yeah, mm. just it's just it's like if he had bangs, like God, God. Yeah, no, it's like the you know, emo he, kids from South Park. Dude, it, it was yeah, and I was like mixed with a little bit of uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Like, yeah, 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 a little bit. Yeah, uh, as he's about to leave. In the SUV, Limo pulls up in front of him, essentially cutting off his path to the exit. I like this. Uh, Darby instinctively takes off his jacket and shirt and gets prepared to fight when out of nowhere, someone in all black, including Ski Mask, hits him with a chair from behind. And then he grabs the camera from the cameraman as three other men in all black, uh, including Ski Mask, jump out of the car and jump the shit out of Darby Allen. Oh, my um, God. Including lawn darting him headfirst into the goddamn stop sign, yep. as I wrote. Mm. Because uh, I was like, oh, okay, we're going to get that 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 Kevin Nat. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So that stop sign was more like a, a, a bullseye. Yeah, like, damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Not but, a doorstop. That was a bullseye. Man, and, and then we get the reveal as uh, the pinnacle, uh, as the bigger masked Allegedly. man hits. Well, yeah. That's the only thing I had a problem with. Uh, As the bigger masked man hits uh, Darby with the F-10 on some stacked up guardrails before a fifth masked man finally comes out of the limo, skateboard in hand, mocking Darby and choking him with it uh, as the segment ends. Well, Darby what? Darby had the skateboard, and when he got jumped, he got left there. So he just picked oh, was it that up. his? Yeah, oh, I so kept he, thinking he just picked it dude, up. Dude, I thought it was like uh, one of those small mini ones. Like just he just like. Oh, is this what you like to do? <laughs> but uh, I'm not talking about you, Cora Jade. I'm not talking about you. Stop yeah, it. yeah. Everybody was on her ass about that last night. I mean, I, I don't uh, know. I mean, but then again, Mark Andrews is doing that shit too. Yeah, very true. So, yeah. Um, yeah, my only thing with this is we don't need y'all to be masked up. It just y'all could have just done it as a unit. Yeah, it, it seems like they did it just for plausible deniability uh, to crank on the heat. Uh, button a little bit so we'll see how they dress it up maybe on I mean, rampage he, he, or next week but i feel like if they don't do that then yeah i agree with you like the the to have hoods on or whatever kind of defeats the purpose because he has a he has a suit on like we're not you're yeah. the only one with a suit yeah like it's black on black but it's like you're not malachi black are you gonna say that yeah no exactly which yeah. if they do i, I would laugh I, I would laugh i, yeah. I would tell them like yes it came true. <laughs> uh, we get the uh, match announcements for Rampage. We got Sky Blue versus Jay Cargill, which I had to double check. I guess this is not part of the tournament, so this is just off top. Okay. Um, even though those were two women that were in that same you know little video package. Yeah. Uh, CM Punk again challenges uh, Daniel Garcia. Uh, Ricky Starks actually gets and makes it official. The Philly Street Fight for the FTW Championship against Brian Cage. I'm so sorry, Mark. Uh, and <laughs> Lucha Bros versus the Acclaim for the AEW Tag Team Championships. Um, but then after this, we got a uh, promo from Leo Rush. Or, oh, yeah, or yeah. I'm sorry, LBO Leo. Mm-hmm. Um, calls out Dante Martin, but not in a challenging way. Uh, says that he's a huge fan. Says that he's a businessman. 
wants to talk some business. Says that uh, he sees that he's been hurting a lot, not just physically. Calls him a sleeping giant, an undervalued commodity in the company. And says that if he plans on going up against a guy like Malachi Black, then he'll need to wash, rush, and repeat, which I hope, I mean, let's not get that on. Yeah, <laughs> let's not no, get that over. No. But, uh, but he also said to get to the goddamn money, which I, I did love. Mm. But says that he'll have his people call him and that they'll talk soon, which is, you know, it's pretty interesting because with his brother still out hurt, yeah, they can always, always play up that, well, I'm back now. Like, oh, but I'm doing this with him. Like, nah, bro, but I've been waiting to get yeah, back he, on the yeah, tag he, team yeah, tip. Yeah. And, like, look, you man, know, I, I know you're back. I know you're ready to get but Kind of you know, like Jey Uso, yeah, Jimmy Uso, right? Exactly. He's yeah. locked horns. Like, he's main event Uso now. Or he's locked horns with the likes of Kenny Omega and Matt Sidell or whoever. Like, he could do all that. Exactly. But I will be honest. The, I think there's more money if you're going to have Rush manage them. I think that would be dope because a lot yeah. of people automatically thought, oh, he's probably going to try to get a private party away from Matt Hardy. And I'm like... I'm yeah, not mad but, at that but, either, but, but I, I like Private Party. I, I like them with Matt Hardy more than I yeah. like uh, the Butcher and the Blade. And like THT, they're just, I mean, like, that's the thing with his characters. You have a family office full of tag teams and you can't push all of them at the same time. Yeah, and, and neither of them have been tag champions either. And you're yeah. the tag team specialist. But I, yeah, that, that, I'm sure we'll I mean, go on that for another. And this ain't water. Um, Britt Baker mm-hmm. got a backstage interview here. Says that uh, she, for one, wanted the Cartoon Network championship, uh, but says <laughs> she's excited for the TBS championship. I, I wanted the Adult Swim one myself. Yeah, yeah you know. Uh, because now all the jealous bitches in the back <laughs> can laugh, finally man. fight amongst themselves instead of obsessing over her, which I laugh because it's high key, low key, the lowest of keys. Mickey. No. Uh, the, the, it's, it's the key without the curse words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's true because, you know, now it gives, like you said, it, they only get so many, you know, segments and matches a week. So now it doesn't always have to be, uh, Brit, yeah. you know. And it, it helps with the log jam of women that are just kind of existing, yep. like Red Velvet. Oh, she she gets a title match and then you don't see her no more. Yeah. Ty Conti, uh, she's not relevant until Anna comes back. You know, yeah. it's like or back and you know, it's, it's it goes back and forth. So uh, the Thunder Roses, the which I'm I'm pretty. Did that triple threat already happen? Yeah, it happened on uh, Rampage. Oh shit, I gotta go back and see. How no, that you don't. Okay. Nope. No, you don't. Ah oh, man. Because it's 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 a whack ass finish. Okay. It's the wackest. Oh, man. The wackest of finishes. Okay. It really is. It, okay. It, it just it didn't make Jade look. Jade wins, but it doesn't make it, it's not flattering to her. Okay. That's the way bad. the way it happens. That's the so. first like okay. Yeah. Well, speaking of Britt Baker, I was gonna bring this up. Uh, it's just a quote I thought I'd add because uh, if you guys have been paying attention, we've been telling you guys about different things Adam Cole's been talking about, whether it's on you know the oral sessions with Renee Paquette or uh, you know Talk Is Jericho podcast or Chris Jericho. He's been kind of been revealing things from you know the backstage uh, sense of you know you know them wanting him to cut his hair and him saying that they kind of had some interest in Britt Baker and uh, Britt Baker recently kind of. Com- confirm this uh she says quote it's no secret uh adam has already said it uh that cat is out of the bag and i'm not going to get in trouble now uh wwe was definitely poking the bear a little bit through him recently when i was still with AEW. uh quote hey we're interested in her uh basically without teetering the line of contract tampering they definitely let me know that they had interest in me but it wasn't a mutual thing i'm very happy with AEW and thankful for the opportunities and this is where i want to stay that was the quote so thought that was uh, definitely interesting because, again, like we talked about, I think the closest she's been to, like, NXT or WWE anything is when she was caught ringside, coincidentally, next to Stephanie McMahon. I, which, I, know, you know, I know she was a, a, a second 
Yeah, I think you said that May for the Young. May Young, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't recall that, but I, I trust you on that. Like I know well, she that's like the second m- time you brought that she up. didn't wrestle. But she could have. She could have yeah. if someone got injured. Yeah. Gotcha. Is what I what okay. I read before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I mean, come I mean, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's I like, think she made the right decision. Can't Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, nah, especially the DMD thing. I don't think they would have done that justice in WWE. So. Nah, I mean, I mean, we seen their their record with uh well, another Dennis uh, gimmick. So you know. yeah. Uh, anyways, we do get the main event here: the nitty gritty number one contender ladder match. Um, obviously, Orange Cassidy, Pac, Andrade, Moxley, uh, Lance Archer. Uh, who else am I missing? One, two, three, four, five. I'm missing one more person, right? Pop. Matt Hardy. Yeah, that's right. No, I said Pac. Matt Hardy and oh, no, the, I was just gonna go down the list. And the Joker. So uh Orange Cassidy comes out first, gets the pop, uh, for coming out with uh with Franklin the the dog, the 76ers mascot. Yeah, everybody Cheap. know Chuck's from Philly, man. Cheap pop. Yeah, I said and I'll put plus I know Chuck is from Philly, so you know you got that throwback Julius Irvin style jersey. Per usual, yeah. Uh yeah, for sure. Pac and uh Cassie start off the matches. I like the the way they started this off. Cassie goes through the pockets gimmick, but Pac almost like almost almost face like just calmly stops him from doing so and obliges him like, yo, let's go. For real. Like let, let's for real lock up. Um uh, which yeah, yeah, we're not doing this again. <laughs> yeah, I I honestly enjoyed that. Um you know, I'm just I'm not going through the whole match, man. I'm I'm, I'm going through certain things that happened when people came out, as well as uh, you know, the entrance order and all that stuff. But, anyways, uh, third uh, was Andrade. He tries to start off with the ladder, but Pac quick, quickly drop kicks him in the face with it. Uh, Andrade hits a sunset flip power bomb on Pac off the ladder, hella early, dude. Like, ah, uh, it was crazy. Um, Andrade tries for a ladder assisted meteora in the corner on Pac. But Orange stops him with the pockets gimmick, which proves detrimental as Andrade uses the fact that his chest was left wide open to hit him with a stiff-ass open palm chop. Uh, Matt Hardy out next as he catches Cassidy in the side effect immediately coming into the ring, uh, countering the Orange Punch. And then from there, we had the Murderhawk monster himself, uh, Lance Archer outfit as he hits Hardy with the short arm swinging side slam. Uh, follows up with a diving body splash on Orange Cassidy, who uh, was laid across a bridged uh, ladder, if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Moxley comes out next as he comes through the crowd. Archer comes through the crowd to meet him. Uh, Archer takes a chair to the face as Moxley throws it Sabu style, but then he throws it right back at him. Oh, yeah. Um, my, uh, uh, mid-match, uh, Tony reports uh, that t- uh, Darby Allen. Is actually uh, has not been medically cleared to wrestle for next week. Yeah, I don't know if you caught that. Yeah, but, I did hear that. Yeah, um, which I, I liked. You know, it's a travesty, really. Nah, I get you. Yeah, those Philly crowds really. I mean, he got his it. ass kicked. They didn't need five of them to do it. You know. Well, <laughs> so. I mean, like when I saw him, when he took that that stair spot against like the man of the year, I was like, okay, oh, so yeah. that was real, right? Like, yeah. I mean, you you got to be fucking smartin', bro. Um, anyway, you know, you can tell my age. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Archer tries for the ladder, but Cassidy uh, uh, pun- uh, orange punches him uh, twice uh, and does a pretty creative spot where he actually climbs on Archer's back while his head is stuck in a ladder Dude, yeah. uh, to scale the ladder. Uh, but Moxie cuts him off with the money clip. I got it, right? Yep. Got it. Yeah. Yay. He came around. <laughs> uh, Joker hits, and it's the hangman as the place erupts and interestingly goes straight for Moxley and then starts cleaning house. Uh, but Pack stops him with a chair shot from behind, sets up a, this is a long setup for a ladder spot, uh, but he sets up the ladder and the table. Uh, Pack looks to set up a black arrow, but Andrade stops him until he loses that tug of war mm. and eats a ladder plus chair combo 
Uh, back first on the outside, I was like, God. Yeah, damn, that was bro. oof. Yeah. Uh, Hangman then cuts off Pac and hits a huge avalanche dead shot, which I was like, yo, yeah. did he get any of that table? Because that looked like he just like. It, it looked like the table exploded like, as he jumped off. But Balsa would. It, I mean, I, I remember <laughs> he did it with Janela at, at All yeah, In. Yeah, you're right. Or All In. It was all, it was all in, yeah, yeah. yeah so. You're right, mm. um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> celebrations cut short here as Mox hits the ring and hits the paradigm shift on Hangman. Dude, which, he dumped that dude on he his just neck, dropped just him, bro. drilled him. Yeah, I mean, no lie to, I've been wanting Moxley versus Hangman for a bro, while. Yeah, as soon as they started, I was like, I li- like because Christina is next to me and she's not really paying attention. I'm like, oh, I was like, oh, okay, this is how you do a fucking return. I was like, I didn't even think it was Hangman. I, I was like. I didn't even see that really? coming. I thought because really? the big rumor was Buddy Matthews. Really? Yeah. I, like, a lot like, of people thought it was going to be potentially. Um, and then they tried to er- name drop Miro early in the. In everybody the night. was talking that it was going to be Hangman. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, people were thinking, oh, maybe it's just how they bring in Bray. I so mean, I don't know. I, I didn't think it'd be Bray, but I, I didn't thought think it, so. I, that's I, not a good way to me. I, yeah. I thought it'd either be a return or uh, a one off, like someone from New Japan. Or it was, I thought for sure it was going to be Buddy Matthews. I didn't even entertain Pace. So when it happened, I was like, oh, man. Like, I had that real business about to pick up feeling, you know. And then when I saw him enter and go right with Mox, I was like, I literally audibly said, this is what I want to see right here. Like, I, I can't wait till these guys scratch and claw at each other to get, they both have a reason to go for uh, to, to go at Ome- uh, Omega, I should say. So, anyway, my bad not to interrupt you. but No, no, you're yeah, good, bro. And from a fan standpoint, I was – yeah, I picked up on that too. Like, I've been waiting for those guys to really tear it up for sure. Because, I mean, you know, you don't see them because they don't usually like to put the faces up against the faces yeah. all the time. So, it was – yeah, I, I thought it was pretty interesting um, in terms of planting seeds for, you know, different yeah. – uh, Avenues to venture down, yeah. you know, down the road. Yeah, no, un, unbeforeseen matches, et cetera. Because yeah. no lie, I, I mean, they even mentioned how Moxley, they, they, I mean, you know, they made me think Moxley may take it because of the fact they were talking about, it's almost been a year yeah. since winter came and he got the title stolen from mm-hmm. him. You know Very what I mean? True, so, yeah. uh, but, you know, anyways, Hardy uh, with a huge diving leg drop on Cassidy through the table. I can't believe he did that. I was like, I, was like, you know, I know you're, he's like, well, Revy's going to call me after this one. Oh! Yeah, straight up, because I'm like, when yo, he isn't landed, that, wh- he was isn't that like, why your shit got fused together? I was thinking the whole that whole way. I was, I was like, bro, you've been. I feel like you were like, okay, I'm gonna do this, but this this will be what takes me out. But, but you know the way what? He I, landed, he was like, ah. But but I love because he posted it and he's put. He said, Big Money gets ex- had to get extreme to finally uh, rid my industry of this parody, and I'm like. Yo, I mean, there's that narrative out there about Orange Cassidy. So, you know, I thought it was kind of smart for him to use that. Yeah, yeah, you definitely. Know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Archer then clears house, starts to set up the ladder, but Hangman takes him out with the buckshot lariat and uh, starts to climb the ladder, but Mox cuts him off with the chair shot to the back, which I thought that was kind of a heel thing to do. Yeah. Uh, Mo- Mox climbs up the ladder as well as both men exchange strikes before Mox finally in his life realistically falls from a, <laughs> a-, a height. Yeah. Because, dude. you know, the one that he did with Seth Rollins, the hell in a cell, it's like, so you ready? Yeah, let's, no, no. you want to jump? Yes, yeah, fucking jump. Thank you for saying that because I um, I half expected that. You see yeah. them start to talk, and we've a seen little bit. Not, not just with him too. We've seen other people do it. Yeah, but 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 he, and, yeah, and, and it's so exactly. And so when you, you see them start to talk a bit, that I thought they were talking timing, and so I'll be honest, I think he fully was trying to fall, but I think he fell a little earlier than he anticipated because you kind of see the oh shit. Like, like he, he, he tried to like grab yeah, onto yeah, something. Yeah. And it was like no. it looked like he legitimately slipped. 
You know what I mean? Like, or or like, allowed like, himself to. Yeah, yeah. Know, as so. as realistic as it could yeah, look. You know yeah. what I mean? And so yeah. For it to be a safe fall. Yeah, yeah and, it's, and exactly. if you think about it, it's honestly like Heyman didn't really win as much as he Mox so, fell and, yeah. and beat himself, you know? So which you could always have that in the back, you know, where I don't know if Mox is gonna get obsessed or whatever, but yeah, you know. But you know it, you're right though, because I mean, all it really did it left Hangman with the, the the door wide open and the the opportunity to retrieve the poker chip for the finish, man. And yeah. um, obviously, we did uh, have to stay and watch uh, the roads to to the top mm-hmm. uh, to get that first promo back. And the only reason I'm bringing this up because you know not to you know end the first half on a on a tirade and the second half on a tirade, but yeah. I, I told you, dude, I was like, what the fuck was that? That that was like the worst promo he could have done. Like. And not saying that it was a bad promo because he doesn't know how to do a promo. It just was, bro, you've been gone. You've been off TV. We have an opportunity to kind of wash away some of the silliness that they kind of, you know, yeah. dipped you in. And, and, and some of the uh, just the certain situations where he walked out looking like a dumber person. You know what I mean? I don't think he looked dumber. I just well, think outsmarted, it, it, whatever yeah, you want to call it. He, you know what I mean? Just, I think it's like a mix between punishing himself and trying to get through the mountain. You know, that is the elite to get back to the 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 prominent spot he he promised everyone he'd ascend to, you know? So I think it's just this albatross on his neck that he's just it's like a necessary evil he's got to push through. But I just I feel you. I feel like after we saw all that and then he kind of got a little bit forgotten with the inception of Ruby Soho and Adam Cole, Brian Danielson and, and CM Punk and all those guys. And so right now it's like we kind of deserve a little bit more. Like, let's see you fired up, kid. Let's see you. Yeah, like, let, let, I'm let, coming back. Let, yeah, to, to, set to the tone. Yeah, like I, you know, yeah. I know things look a lot different than the last time you saw me, but I'm here to to, to take what's mine. And, I guarantee and I, you. I'm yeah. not here to feel sorry for myself anymore. We're gonna keep going. Uh, you know, something. You know what I mean? But yeah, so what dude. I will say is he did say he kept avoiding doing the whole thing. I'm gonna avoid certain questions, but he did say there are certain friends he's got to catch up with. So and I did, certain I did, friends he has words for. Yeah, well. and but, so I did appreciate that a little bit, like a, yeah, a but, little bit. But I had, I have to say to. that he, I felt like he had to do that when he's over here saying, "Oh, Adam Cole's here. Oh, he's sh- oh man. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I was sitting at home and I figured I ran through my 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 t uh, my time off. Yeah, so my, I, my PTO. Yeah, yeah. So, I, so I figured out. The, I'm like, come on, man. Like, why are we doing the same? Like, this, this is what I'm gonna say. A cowboy isn't supposed to be a bumbling drunk who runs from his problems and ducks questions. I don't want to say bumbling, but definitely avoiding his problems. I mean, why okay. not? Why not have him talk serious for once? Yeah, why talk you- of talk about having a, a family now, not wanting to disappoint them the same way he's grown to be okay with disappointing himself time after time. Because he's all about self pity, yeah. And, you know, and now all the that. game is different. Yeah, talk about going back home to recharge, change focus, finding your passion again to pick yourself back up and come back to claim the one thing you've always had your eye on since the press conference: the AW World Championship. And become the star that you are destined to be, dude. Like it's just yeah. it's so easy. Like yeah. why am I writing this? Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I was a little disappointed. Um, you know, I, like I like Cody. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not. I wasn't the guy that brought Roads to the Top to the show for news. And I like Cody. You know what I'm saying? I don't even think I knew that was happening until you told me on this show. So that being said, I, I just kind of – I felt robbed having to dedicate another 15 minutes. You well, know what I'm saying? I, I'm to, even, to watch 
to think we're going to get something groundbreaking like we sorted last like it's, week like, with like Bobby it's working. Fish. Yeah, and Sandy you know? Guevara. And, and, yeah. and I felt like it, I felt like I got worked for viewership for Roads to the Top. And you know what? Now that you mentioned bit. that, because that unless you watch that, you forget that there was like that little skirmish between Scorpio and the Men of the Year mm-hmm. and Sammy to begin with, which is I guess that makes sense why they came yeah. and jumped him. I yeah. totally forgot about that. That's the only reason but I thought that that even happened. I just thought it's just because like oh, so we beat up Jericho. Let's go to his buddies. You like, think they would thing. play that like? Well, but during the uh, intro or something, or, or only, like you know, because that's why I will say I like NXT that they do. They'll kind of do like a previously on NXT type of thing, you know, right but before it the, starts. The, back what you were saying, it's like not even just for us. There's people who are there in Philly staying for Rampage. Yeah, they're hot. You just showed up. You're back. You won. What do you have to say to the hot Philly crowd who's probably watching, you know, Rampage in between, you know, because they're probably not broadcasting Rose to the Top, but they're probably filming. You know the, mm-hmm. the the segment with Hangman. It's like live. Yeah, come on, bro. Like I mean, and I don't I don't want to say come on, bro, to him, but we know to a certain extent that they kind of have way more creative freedom, and there's not like writers to be approved and all this shit. You know what I mean? In, in terms of yeah. trying to get shit done, when it, it, it just didn't seem like anything we haven't seen before between yeah, Tony man, and yeah. Hangman, where Tony's trying to get his real thoughts on stuff and. It, it, you know, the, the only difference is he was able to use his his baby, you know, this time around. So it's just more deterring from, you know, and I don't know if they got to get JR in there to do the, the hard questions or what, but we need something more. But at least Hangman is back. He's got the uh, guaranteed title match against Omega. And, yeah, man, it wasn't a bad way to, to end uh, Dynamite this week. Yeah, well, we'll have to see where they go from here for sure. Um, thank you all for, you know, as always, for tuning in, listening to us, man. Again, um, I don't feel so- – <laughs> I don't, I don't. I'm not envious of your job with uh, NXT. I, I didn't have as many uh, things to have to it fill takes out grit. in terms of notes and all that. But uh, definitely thank you guys if you listen this long, which you guys always do, and we always love you guys for it. Always love the support. Uh, feel free to do so uh, by following us on social media if you're not already, and stay tuned on all releases or any type of uh, video content, any contests that we just said. You know, we just ran the uh, Doc Lesnar giveaway not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, we, we we're trying to get into more stuff. Get well, you know. Get back, man. We back outside, goddamn it. You know, we're trying get to get outside. back to y'all, trying to reconnect with y'all and everything on a on a better level as well, man. But um, yeah, do so by following us at uh, the Quincy Jones Show on Twitter. Uh, that's at Quincy Jones Show on uh, uh, Instagram as well, and then of course uh, it's backslash the Quincy Jones Show on Facebook. Um, I mean, alternatively, just always hit us up every uh, every Friday, man. We're always gonna be. Uh, releasing a new episode, you can either hit us up on the IG or Twitter, and uh, you can click on uh, on the link tree right there, take you straight to our, our, our iTunes page. Or if you don't like iTunes, again, we're available anywhere you go to get your podcast, man. Uh, Castbox, SoundCloud, uh, that's going to be, um, I'm sorry, oh, Spotify. Yes, you know what I mean? And uh, of course, the great people at True100Radio.com. Shout out to them for having their true uh, first ever True 100 Fest. Or I think it's a True Fest, correct? True Fest. Yeah. True Fest. I'm sorry. Go ahead and check it out, man. It's gonna be in the OC. They're celebrating, uh, you know, uh, I think their first year um, in, in the OC under operations and all that, man. So, uh, shout out to them. And then, of course, if you guys are interested, hit us up the Quincy Jones Show at gmail.com. We got T-shirts your size waiting for you. All we need is that ten dollars, Buster, hey. and we send it straight to you. Free shipping. We gonna pay for it. Don't even worry about it. If you're down to support, it is what it is, man. It's all love. And uh, yeah, I think Doc. Uh, want to tell y'all where to go to get his shit. 
Hey, you guys know what it is, man. Doc Lesser, the one and only hip-hop hybrid in existence. I told you guys at the beginning of this show. In existence in the worlds of pro wrestling and, of course, hip-hop, man. You guys know what it is. Go to your favorite platform, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, whether it's Apple Music, uh, anywhere between Amazon, anywhere you like to stream your favorite artists, I will be there, man. Search for me, D-O-C-L-E-S-N-A-R. You know what it is. There I are with the five-star bars per usual because we've been doing this purely originated and poorly imitated. Take Facts. that, whoever needs to take that, and with a just let it burn. I don't care, like, like salt to a wound, bro. That that's why it burns. It is true and it's facts. Anyway, besides that, man, follow your boy at Doc Lesnar. Uh, of course, it's on Instagram and on TikTok, or at Doc underscore KJS Pod. That's also on Instagram for all things uh, the KJS Show. You guys know what it is. And uh, I keep telling you guys, I promise. Uh, I'm kind of in the middle of a move right now. A lot of different changes in my life, but the Shopify is on the way. Uh, you guys heard about the Doc Lesnar giveaway? We have hats. We got shirts. We got stickers. We got lighters. We got uh, a foam finger to sweet me so you could do so when you meet me. Uh, everything that you could think of, Pins, Doc Lesnar, is on I it. Mean, Pins, thank you, man. Uh, it, it's it's just been a real fun time to really get all this merch together, but I'm telling you guys it's coming soon. So yeah, please man. stay tuned on Instagram or any social media you see me on. Follow me also at I'm Doc Lesnar on Twitter and, of course, on Facebook. And shout out to uh, Podcast Killer, Legend Killers. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, if, you was- want, if you want to get a... I know, I know. We've been posting pictures, but if you yeah, want to yeah. see what that merch looking like, it's looking nice. Go check, yeah, go check him out at Podcast Legend Killers. He's also a podcast host as well, but he was the winner of the giveaway. Yeah, he just posted up. We had a good time to link, and you know, we we're just kind of talking life a little bit. And yeah, man, he was the lucky winner, lucky Lesnar maniac that uh, took <laughs> home that Doc Lesnar merchandise bundle. Uh, other than that, shout out to Rated R as well. I know that Arnold yes, Palmer sir. album is out. It's banging. Put yourself. The fuck on. I'm telling you guys, it's a dope, a dope album, man. Uh, go ahead, check it out on Spotify. Again, rated R. It's R, the number eight E D and the uh, letter R, man. He's uh really doing this thing. Again, we told you guys he actually is on the theme for uh Top Flight. Yeah. For AEW, I was gonna say man. if if you want a little deeper toe, I mean he on the show almost every week. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Damn near, you know what I mean? So, but uh yeah, shouts to him. He's got Megan Rand on there as well as uh, Nerdy Dirty, and I know we got a track coming soon uh with him as well. But check that out. But other than that, my good friend. I got three words for him, man. Top guys, guys out. out.